Mm. Did you ever? Quit? I sure did. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Hey. Her. Episode three in this bitch. Woo. All we right. Made, we made it. We made it. Never want to make. No, Amen. No. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey. Let's, let's not, let's not sing. <laughs> um, much needed hi- hiatus. I almost said that word all the way wrong. <laughs> hiatal hi- hernia. Hi- hi- we, we, we took a hiatus. A Because we did not like episode two and right. we just needed time to you know just reset reshift relax relate release all that stuff all that all that good stuff so proper intro this is on beep boop i am a slaughter i almost forgot who i was but (laughs) again that that was that that that's what it is i am a slaughter and Uh with me of course is the purple haired hey what's up (laughs) Got my purple hair going. Yes, <laughs> my purple best friend hair. Me into it. What's up, y'all? Hey. Gang, 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 um, gang. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> Let me stop. You know, honestly, because my okay. Hey, y'all. It's at uh, Shade underscore No Shade. Yeah, but with all the shade, of course, always. as always, always all the shade, all the tea. Mm-hmm. We love it all. Mm-hmm. But listen, in honor of my upcoming Halloween costume as Miss Ursula. Amen. Because we still waiting on her origin story, y'all. We are. I would prefer to know all about Ursula instead of that hoe-ass Ariel. With her indecisive ass. Like, girl, you don't know how to listen. You deserve whatever was happening to you. That's why your voice was stolen just like Mariah Carey's. But anyway. Ooh. And uh, ooh. Ooh. Who said that? On beep boop. Who I don't know. said that? Beep boop. Beep beep boop. Get beep, these spirits beep. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> But how you been, child? What's been going on with you? What's up? Uh, child, living life, trying not to strangle nobody as always. <gasps> how about you? The same. I, you know, I had to make my escape from the hostel for a little while. I just I got back it. and then left again. I get it. Little Negroes talking about, where you been? Don't worry about it. I'm grown. Girl, mm-mm. I, I don't see how you do it. I don't I, see how you do it. I look at them and say whatever and just keep walking. Don't even stop. Because as for me, I would just thump him in the middle of their forehead and then say, Move. Goodbye. Right. Go you look on. mean. I am. Move. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ciao. All right. So let's go on and talk about it. The elephant in the room. Yeah. Which I didn't know about until right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're probably like, what elephant? So. Right. What happened? Okay. So. Not this past Sunday, but last Sunday, mm-hmm. we decided to have brunch, which was planned days in advance anyway, because right. that's how we do. We always, right. we're logistically minded people right. and we plan ahead, right? Yeah. So we had this great brunch planned where we were going to go to this spot that I'm not going to name. I'm really not going to name any of the spots that we went to, except for the one. Names. Yeah. Except for the one that actually hooked us up. Right. So we had this plan to go to we'll just call this the gilded crust ass because mm, they real crust ass but initially we we're gonna have brunch at a different place that we'll just call ryan's not the old school ryan's that's the buffet <laughs> place for those who are old enough to remember yeah. ryan's in mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. um we're just gonna call this place ryan's we had a reservation at it was changed to 2.30 to accommodate everybody. Right. But 
I didn't realize that I was getting a phone call because pretty much anybody that's not in my phone is blocked because I don't want to talk to you. Okay. I don't know you. But when I realized this person or this number was showing up multiple times, I called it after checking to make sure it was who I thought it was. And it was Ryan's. And they were like, oh, hey, glad you called us back. We just wanted to know if you could come a little bit earlier because we had the reservation at 2.30, mm-hmm. but they wanted to see if we can come at 2.15. And I was like, no, because mm-hmm. we changed it to 2.30 for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. The yeah. website or I used Open Table. They didn't say that there's going to be like a transition from brunch, breakfast, brunch to dinner. Right. For the so, kitchen. Yeah, for the kitchen. And they were going to be accommodating to us if we did come in at 2.30. But right. we don't like to hold up restaurant folks when they have procedural stuff. And I know our friend who worked in the, the service industry, the service for industry several years, she probably would not be comfortable doing that anyway. Right. So, and I, we weren't comfortable with that either. So right. we just decided to cancel the reservation as a whole. Mm-hmm. We ended up going, but we probably shouldn't have, but let's not jump too far ahead. Right. So let's talk about the gilded dick. Right. The gilded crust ass dick. Because when we realized that we had to pivot from right. locations for brunch locations for food, we were like, okay, well let's meet at this coffee shop first, peep them out. Cause actually we were going to try to eat there originally yeah we were were going because we looked up online and saw that they had some food items yeah and that's actually important to the story yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. we're gonna go to the gilded crust ass uh dick we have several names for y'all so just keep it i i I almost said the actual name but i don't want to give them any attention but they are they are a coffee and cocktail company right the cocktail part is new because it used to be just coffee, coffee right not coffee and libations right so uh so we went there and i'm gonna paint the scene for y'all audio folks not as (laughs) it's not like there's a video coming out because oof, no um y'all want to see as we mm -mm. crusty most of the time i am not all the way together because i don't have to be right but Mm. setting the scene so you pull up to the gilded phallus Mm. In a shopping strip, by and the, yeah, by it's the way. in a little shopping strip because the there's like a, uh oh, there's a publishing company next door, and the the whole shopping strip mm. had LGBTQIA premium <laughs> friendly feels, and for those that want to know what that means, LGBTQIA plus. A friend of ours was tutoring somebody and basically said, what does the plus mean? Does that mean premium? And it just stuck. So it's LGBTQIA premium. Um, But the whole strip. we elite, baby. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So when you pull into the parking lot, you just feel like, oh, this is an inclusive place because they have the flags and all that stuff. The... um, they're not the gay flags. They're the diversity flags. Let's right. just make that clear. Right. Um, but they had the updated diversity flags mm-hmm. after, you know, the 2020 racial awakening. reckoning mm-hmm. or awakening after people went to sleep anyway. But right. that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. We already talked about that in the first episode. But right. they had the new pride diversity flags that included trans people, 
as well as BIPOC, which is black indigenous persons of color. Mm -hmm. So it had the black and brown stripes as well as the trans colored of the flags and stuff. Mm. And also there's a black lives matter behind the counter in the corner behind the counter. It was also on the door as well. I think it was on the door. Okay, I don't remember that, but you, you probably, but there's a, there I was, couldn't see through that wig I had on. Y'all, I was really trying to stuff. Yeah, yeah. I that mean, wig was cute. It was cute. But it was getting in the way. It was getting in the way. <sighs> and I was like, ooh, she gonna take this wig off at some point today. And you know I did. I know you did. But they had BLM insignias kind of everywhere. So Enough places. Even though we were the only people of color in the whole establishment, but you know, yeah. here nor there. We're in a predominantly white area, so I mean yeah. I mean in the city of Drea. Um, <laughs> in the city of Drea, it's yes. mostly white because it's a college town. There's like a couple colleges and yeah. it's a liberal vibe. Mm. But anyway, we'll mm. get to that mm. possibly later. But you look at the outside of the building and you just assume, ooh, so I, I feel like I might be included and everything will be okay. Right. Because you got the BLM stuff, you got the gay pride stuff, and, you know, just the aesthetic was on point. Right. But then going in, it was anything but. It was the complete opposite. opposite. So I'm not the type of person where oh, I want you to basically knock me down with greetings and salutations. No. But you don't basic human cur- yeah, just courtesy. Decent hum- or basic human decency mm-hmm. would be great. And if you're in customer service, I've been in customer service for 2.2 seconds. Right. Uh, long enough. Long enough to know that if you see somebody, mm-hmm. if someone is within six feet from you, not just because of the pandemic, but just in general and customer like service. Like of your counter right. in this case. Right. The obvious thing to do would just to let them know you are aware of their presence by uh-huh. saying, hello, welcome in, or just, hey. I yeah. mean, you don't have to be just this professional human being. You could just acknowledge that people entered the establishment. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be elaborate. Just, right. Just, you know, basically, hey. Yeah. Welcome. Let me know when you're ready. Exactly. How they do that in the drive through line, you can't even see these people. That's true. Because they Shit. know when you're there. Yes. But even if you don't greet me or greet anybody when they get in, at least be courteous when they get to the counter. Like you have exactly. a couple of chances to um, get it right. Get it right, basically. Make mm-hmm. a good first impression on mm-hmm. this person, especially to those that have never been in this establishment before. Because again, you don't know who has been. I mean, to an extent, you can probably be familiar with like regulars or even someone who might've gone a couple times, but like. And trust me, they knew who their regulars were. Mm. So hmm. like you stood, you went to the counter cause you were ahead of me. Yeah. And I just, I was hanging back because I'd been there before and I still wasn't sure what to, what, what to we get. wanted. Right. But when somebody says, I've never been here before, don't give us a dissertation just hit the hot spots like this is really popular you should probably try this or at least ask what do you have a taste for and maybe we can replicate it or get close to it right let me elaborate yeah i walked up there because again remember the whole thing was we wanted food and i'm a big bitch so i like to eat okay Uh, 
So when it's time to eat, it's time to eat. Okay, I don't play. That part. And because we did our preemptive work that we should have, which is let's pull up the little menu or whatever that we could find to see. And so when I'm, you walk in, there's not really any clear sign of anything outside of pastries being mm-hmm. there. There's not really much of a menu. So my question going in was, hey, are y'all like still serving food? How does this work? Because I've never been here before. And, you know, online I saw something about food, but I don't really see much signage. And then we were, I was hit with, oh, oh well, there's, there's a, a potluck next door. There's a whole spread next door. Like, like, but in the way of like, mm-hmm, so like, we got it. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, as if she was being familiar with us yeah. and knew us or felt like, oh, I could just, you know, plainly, casually, just mm. casually let them know, oh, there's, there's a spread next door, like. With nothing further, no, no elaboration. Yeah, like okay. And what are we supposed to do with that information? Just go next door because you told us to. Okay, like, because I'm, I was like, there was no like, hey, next door. Like, there's the opening. Like, again, we don't yeah. need a step by step play by. Oh no, but definitely a little bit more than what I. Yeah, got. just a little bit more effort. And again, we're not trying to say that. Basically, they should have. Rubbed on, your, rubbed on your clit and then massage my <laughs> prostate it I wasn't mean, anything like that first of all i you know I, type, I wouldn't want any of them <clears throat> even near my nipples okay truth be told let it be known so anyway so she was like oh there's a whole spread because you asked do y'all have any food oh there's a whole spread next door and there was just and awkward, it walked away yeah it was this awkward silence and i'm just like and then the gentleman okay. took our order yeah which okay Mm. he was he was all right and he he did what he was supposed to do right yay him he gave what it was supposed to give in terms of taking our money Uh, ah of course not so we ordered the same thing to make it easier on them and it just felt really awkward because Mm -hmm. we weren't necessarily oh what's the word it's not stonewalled, but it, it it wasn't like they were short of telling us you have to leave because we don't serve your kind here. But if they said that, <sighs> then I would have respected them just a tad bit more. And mm-hmm. at least, you know. In other words, we want your racism and your white supremacy out loud. Right. Just I go like, ahead and put it in my face. I like my racist racist because yes. at least you're telling me what you are ahead of time so right. i don't have to fool with your funky crusty ass anymore because yes, like baby it's not that crucial but if you're gonna take my money and still well you paid which thank you again and i'm sorry <laughs> and i feel like i need to reimburse you you don't but stop you have no control over other people because fuck them because i recommended it and because right. the first two times it was okay oh, i don't remember the first time because i was fucked up <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I had no business in public in public to begin with. But my drunk ass was like, I want to get some tea. Ooh, let's go to this place. And he wanted real tea, y'all, not the tea. I wanted real actual tea (laughs) to sober myself up and going in there. I don't know why when I get drunk, I remember things vividly. Right, me too. That's the weirdest thing because everybody's like. it's a Taurus thing. Maybe. Because a lot of Tauruses, I know do that. Yeah. I can recount everything with clear certainty when I've 
drunk and then sober but like let it be something i did when i was just sleepy or whatever i'm like yeah, i don't I remember, remember a that. fucking thing like <laughs> when i got totally fucked up at my cousin's housewarming party in phoenix yes. and i was mixing liquors and having a good old time Ooh. and then i threw up in their master bathroom Ooh. just bleh, and i Ooh. remember every single detail to this day to about this day. what happened because they're like do you remember what happened? I'm like, yeah, I was talking to everybody and I had too much to drink and <laughs> I started feeling sick and I calmly went to the bathroom, mm-hmm. pooped a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I said, uh-oh, got to throw up. But I missed the toilet. And then I eventually went to the toilet. <laughs> it wasn't that big of a mess. Let's just Good. be clear. Right. Because I'm a classy girl to an extent. Right. But I threw up. It's a classy somewhat sloppy drunk and that's yeah, okay. that's, yeah. that's your business but what had happened was i wasn't the only one that was fucked up because okay. i threw up once next to the bath to the to the commode okay but there was somebody else that was more messed up than me that didn't even hit the toilet they just threw up all over the floor Ooh, okay y'all and i'm we like regale you with all the gory yeah, details but i was so mad because i'm like i know i didn't do all of this okay and my cousin said, no, it was one of our friends who just didn't even make the effort to go to the toilet. Of course not. I said, oh, okay, well, just know I did not do this. Okay. I did that one little bloop, bloop. And, and then, then I cleaned it up. That was it. Well, I didn't clean it up because I was, I was out of it. But oh. I remember everything. Mm-hmm. So going to the Gilded Phallus, mm-hmm. I remember going in, ordering my chai latte with mm-hmm. vanilla and oat milk, mm-hmm. and I remember there was a DJ there. Oh, okay. I remember people badly dancing to what the DJ was playing yeah. because I think people were thinking this is a rave, but they were playing <laughs> hip hop music, and I'm like, I already know. Y'all Say need to, Can y'all find a beat? No. Is it behind the counter? Do they sell beats by the counter? Not beats by Dre. Or not beats by Dre, but, you know, is there, like, you know, you drink caffeine and you'll find a beat? Fine. Help me out. Help them out. So I could not tell you if the service was bad. I just remember ordering. They're like, mm-hmm. do you want anything else? I'm like, no, nah, pay, got my, got the tea, drank it, sobered up, went home. Then the second time I went, it was an okay experience. Yeah. She was indifferent about being there, which I understand, and this was during the pandemic. So she probably had to deal with stupid people and I totally get it. Service wasn't bad. It wasn't the same one that was there that Sunday. Oh no. And that's what I'm noticing. It depends on which crew people are there. Yeah. mm -mm. This was, this was a different woman who had longer hair. It wasn't Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kids that was there. Or her wife. We get into that y'all. We're not going to drone on too much. We we going back. We're we're going back. Mm -hmm. Focus Tony. So we, it didn't take long for us to get that bitter ass coffee. And then at one point, because after we ordered, remember I was hot up under that wig because it was on one of those unusually kind of hot ish mm-hmm. days here in and Tejas. And it was hot in, it was hot in that coffee shop too. Right. And also adrenaline gets pumping. Cause first of all, just as black people, we're always on alert just when we're, especially in white spaces, but you know, it was kind of warm outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, or it's more human than anything, but also it's just like, you know, it's a new environment and we're already catching vibes that kind of put us off. So, you right. know, when you go on alert, like your adrenaline can pump it. Yeah. For me, I start, you know, sweating. So I left my fan in the car. And so you I offered went to go get to, it. Yes, you offered to go get it. And that's when 
my interaction because I was mine by myself at that point uh, when you were gone and they called like they had just called in uh, me to get the coffee so I was yeah. actually grabbing the coffee and on my way back when you came back inside yeah because they were talking at the end where of the counter where I picked up the coffee uh-huh and I was like thank you didn't get anything oh see i didn't know I about said, that oh, i thought i told you no i didn't know that that was that was part of why i just didn't have an easy feeling the rest of the time and i was just like i don't no. even want to eat here anymore yep you didn't you didn't tell me about that oh my i don't bad. remember no. i could have sworn i said that uh-uh you right. see and nobody it, there are some rude ass people right. when it comes to customer service or customers yeah. tend to just feel like that's an expectation and they don't have to show any type of gratitude right but but i was overly right gratuitous in my you know well because when i said it the first time no they kept talking to whoever they were talking to and then so I was like, okay, maybe they didn't hear me. So I said it again because the, the guy that took our order, he was still over there. I can the already tell you, no, yeah, everybody can hear you. Not to yes. say that you're loud. No, I but, am. And that's okay. But, Y'all, I am. Yeah. And I, I, I own that. It's, right. It is what it is. Like, I, I can adjust my volume accordingly. Sometimes Same. a little delayed, but, you know, eventually I will. But, oh, no, I'm very, very vocal. Right. But also, if I feel like in the first go around... I wasn't clear or, you know, you know, didn't project my voice enough. And I'll say, so I said, okay, thank you. Appreciate you. And they still they didn't kept answer. talking. And then as I, I said, oh, okay, that's how we do it. And then I was turning away and walking back towards the table. And that's and when that's you what were, I was came in. in. And then yep, he, as no an after fact, he go, they go, oh, you're welcome. And then he just went and like, but like said it as an afterthought so that they can hurry to get back to their conversation. Because, um, I was like, okay like well this nigger's being cordial to us so let yeah. me just oh you're that's welcome what it was, really? that's what it was given y'all wow like wow and again here's the whole thing like because from jump we were kind of in unease you know but not too un- in unease to the point where we're like oh we're being racially profiled against or we're being you know yeah. discriminating because again unfortunately that's something we're kind of used to so we just kind of learned to roll with it and so and we, we also, did that at first yeah and we also like we're not the type of people that immediately goes to oh you're racially profiling us mm-hmm. because we have more great interactions than interactions that are negative because of our skin color exactly so there are a lot of times where and we try to get people to benefit of the doubt yeah. like, some people are just awkward even in customer service they yeah. can be socially awkward like yeah. we are aware enough so we're not going to immediately jump right. to oh you're actually treating us this way because we're black right. and we were the only black people really the people of color yeah there as was... far as patrons we were the yeah. only people of color yeah. there yeah. there was one that had racially ambiguous features because i couldn't tell at the whether... table next to us no he oh. actually worked there because oh, okay. he had oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, had yeah. the beard because mm-hmm. i looked at him and i was like hmm okay Right. just making Got a little dust of color yeah know, so we i don't know about you but i fought the feeling of okay this is happening because we black like that oh, i no, have that to was fight my that. initial because i mean i was too because also we we forgot to mention and i feel like it's kind of prudent to the story because that kind of ties into the full story but you remember how we mentioned earlier when we were describing how it looked like there was the black lives matter signs everywhere and it was basically diversity but then there was that 
wall that had like oh, oh if you don't like yeah. us you know don't be like if you don't like us tell us don't be a jerk and leave a yelp review don't or whatever leave, yeah basically like if you have a problem with us tell us or leave or something like that and let me that's just go pretty ahead much and just what it said set the record straight for the sake of this podcast listen if you want to leave a yelp review whether you're a business because if in, in the event that some of you may have your own business or you know small business medium business whatever don't get all butt hurt and salty because people leave Yelp reviews because in this day and age, especially in this ghetto ass state where it's now legal for anybody to carry a damn gun. That part. We see people lose their shit and be ready to just, you know, spray with bullets people up over stupid shit. So we really dumb stuff. Right. So in that regard, like people, some people are not okay like don't do well with confrontation Mm -hmm. on a normal basis and then it gets and then you add to the fact that you don't know what the other person's gonna do in retaliation to that so yeah yeah, if someone wants to leave a yelp review that's the fuck what it's for yeah you don't like it then don't be a business person like it's just that simple so i pulled up part of what Mm. they call are the golden rules part of it oh i didn't know they had that yeah that What's was that, on that was on the that was on that wall with the yelp and stuff Child, i only had i, bare, I, I only see part of it mm. but i'll read it to you guys it basically the first thing it says in big bold letters is be nice or leave mm-hmm. i guess that's only the patrons i got nothing to do with their employees be okay. nice or leave and then next it says be respectful of the space support us by purchasing something and only utilizing the space you need and i'm trying to draw conclusions here but under here it says uh if you don't like your drink please tell us don't leave a yelp review that's Mm. that's what i'm just gonna draw from that Mm. but um oh here's here's the the full thing i found it okay if you don't like your drink please tell us so that we can make something or make you something new yelp is for suckers so in that you're appropriating black colloquialisms by using suckers well remember one of the owners is diet yeah, well yeah we'll we'll get to that as well uh no food or no outside food or drink allowed don't be creepy okay so um that was that's basically the golden rules of this place but they pretty much broke the first golden rule which is be nice or leave so they weren't being nice should they have left that would have been fine with me right but it's just and that was real passive aggressive to have that on because let's be real honestly if you if you as a business put that up chances are you've had a few instances so that really should have been my first clue i was i'm just yeah. interjecting that real quick like that should have been yeah. my first clue You're right. y'all were probably pro- problematic the fact that you felt you had to have that because it's like instead of tell, putting that back on your patrons how about you check your motherfucking people right so moving along so we just kept getting the vibe we kept getting Lynch the Cassidy's vibe his wife came in they kissing through a mask whatever but they were like just overly welcoming to everybody else that yeah, came in after there us. were regulars that was coming in or that yeah there were regulars coming in some of them they knew by name and even those that have never been there that's that's that, what that's really what drew it you together. peeped mm-hmm. that's what you peeped out because i was kind of in a bubble because right. i knew what was going on but we were and also I was, talking about that show too remember and so i was you were talking oh yeah i was talking i was me. talking about defending jacob at the time right. and that was even uncomfortable because i'm trying to push through it but right. i could not shake that well, feeling and off. then also they were being so they loud, were being like, really loud too. Like, oh my God. 
Yeah. Okay, that's fine to show enthusiasm and exuberance, whatever, whatever. But typically coffee shops are more for like mellow vibes because people bring their laptops to study or, or, work or to work or whatever. And so it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you're going to hear like a hum of noise like that's yeah. normal. It may be like music playing through the speakers, but like you just being loud, especially as the employees come on, you just being rude. Yeah, and it, we're just we're trying to we're being respectful of the vibe and have a conversation yeah. at our table because again utilize the space that you right. have right so we are but then speaking loud enough where only we yeah, can hear each other but not of the course. whole damn place but for them to be in that corner mm-hmm. and just basically have a super loud kiki session right or just as soon as people walk in because when butch cassidy came to greet our wife remember she ran from behind the uh-huh. counter to which whatever you can be happy about seeing your bae. We ain't listen. We ain't better bitches when it comes to that. But it's no, like be respectful and mindful. Just it it was just a lot Not because the time or place. you can show mm-hmm. that you can be a nice person to everybody else but let negroes come in mm-hmm. and and again we really were trying hard not to draw that conclusion but it was but it, no it was kind of obvious it, it was drawn. It, it started to become more and more obvious very especially after her wife showed up because then it was like they kept like kind of looking in our direction and i you know i i yeah, naturally I mean, yeah. when i talk i kind of look around it's just it was what like I do. we like were bothering them but we weren't as loud as they were not even close like and we then, were holding up the table for people who deserve to be there exactly. that was the even feeling i was getting that busy in there. it really wasn't there was like that, those two people that were sitting next to us that mm-hmm. were there when we got there they ended up leaving yeah before we did so that still created space plus whatever's going on next door because remember yeah. there were seating places next yep. door not just for the potluck but because i rem- remember when we walked in and we passed that one window that was actually next door yeah and there was a woman sitting right there by the window studying mm-hmm. or whatever yeah we weren't even there for all that. So uh-uh. we were just trying to get coffee and hope to get a little bite to eat. Right. But... And then just catch up because we were waiting for our other friend. Yeah. So then when you were talking to me about defending Jacob. Which is a good show, by the way. Go watch it. Yes. It's on Apple TV. There you go. Um, Then that's when I noticed that that white couple that came in. Because remember, the first that white guy came in and he realized he didn't have his mask. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Even though there's clear signs to say, like, please still wear a mask. Like, yeah, we prefer- there was a whole Yelp review about people getting chastised for not wearing a mask. But then when he came in and they were probably people of color or something. Probably. Because we're going to get to that with the whole Yelp thing. Right. Yeah. So, um, they got that. Because remember, I kind of remember I kind of caught literally. But remember, like we. Um, like I kind of commented on that because mm-hmm. I was like because he was looking around like oh maybe they have masks here and I kind of overheard him say something to that effect and right like, oh don't worry about it so they were cool with him mm-hmm. then the couple came in yeah and that's, I rem- yeah. that's when I peeked while you were talking and the because the, the lady because remember I stopped you I had to interrupt you because I was just yeah. like hold on this is not sitting right in my spirit you didn't have to stop me I saw it in your face like oh yeah, you like what happened? I was like what happened because again I was mm-hmm. in my own little world I mean trying to protect myself self-preservation the best way exactly but i saw your whole demeanor change i'm like what i I, what i missed what happened oh hell no and you were like what happened i said so it's funny how and then so like just to give y'all the context to carry the story on couple comes in and i guess one of them indicated because i didn't hear what they said but i just heard the workers the employees in their response so they said i guess something to the tune of like we've never been here before like uh, what's like what do you recommend or whatever i don't know uh, and so butch cassidy over there she's talking about oh yeah uh we do you know coffee we have like a um 
what she said she said we have a potluck going on next door you should go check out got a lot of great choices like just already given more information than I got right and then it was like oh and like we also do cocktails like because remember that's Mm -hmm. when I really was like oh yeah we can give full disclosure yeah because I didn't know they started selling cocktails there I thought they just sold coffee but they never told us anything like that but go on the only reason why I knew about cocktails is because like when we looked them up remember Mm because when we were trying to find somewhere else to go um online it now says in google that it's also in cocktails so I was like okay so like she just was like yeah yeah like and she was like smiling and kind of like chuckling or giggling or whatever mm-hmm. uh, with them she's like yeah she's like you should totally check it out so you know if you just need anything let me know and I was like you know what you right you show you right so, so I went to the bathroom show right went to the bathroom they stared at me all the way there because I could feel their eyes on me and then I, they stared at me all the way back and I was like let's go on and dip because yeah. I don't even want to eat none of that crusty ass food because at this point it's gonna be met like i won't be able to enjoy it because it's like, i'm a firm believer food tastes better when it's like made with love and kindness and the atmosphere is kind but that coffee be, that coffee was, was made bitter. as if we shouldn't stay there yeah like as an afterthought so because i make coffee with love and you can taste it yes every time i love y'all this this man can make some coffee but there Home it's like like to rival all these coffee like shops. you pay twelve dollars for rushed coffee like mm-hmm. ew so and then it got cold kind of quickly too it did yeah. i didn't like that Mm-mm. so i i pulled up the yelp review and i'll read an excerpt of that i hope i said that word right excerpt excerpt yeah. mm-hmm. fat tongue tony in the building <laughs> and not in the best way what um depends on who you ask well, <laughs> not me but i'm just saying like, oh, no. i've heard the stories though i'm gonna lick the microphone Ooh. <laughs> i mean <laughs> listen y'all i had a flashback <gasps> oh girl okay so i'm not gonna read the whole thing but i want i'm gonna read for context for context her, her part con- of the her review, review and then hit the and response. also the 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 response that i did not like because anyway. they could have kept most of that so to summarize what this person said about gilded phallus Mm -hmm. is that customer service or the the experience was not pleasant the customer service wasn't the nicest they were very rude from the second she and her friends walked in Mm -hmm. hostile tone in everyone's voice when addressing and serving her friends and herself and very uncomfortable and unwelcoming feeling which we can we can definitely relate to that yeah she also goes to mention that she and her friends were the only colored customers in the shop or customers of color for white people because you cannot say colored it is not okay but But we will um, check your ass okay had to leave because of how comfortable they felt on -hmm. top of everything it was very noisy and it was just not a good experience because of the rude customer service and just the yeah. general ambiance wasn't great. And I think they went there to study because she mentioned something about studying. Yeah, that's what that's they were there for because mm-hmm. she looked like she might have been a college student. Yeah. At and the again, time. we're in a college town. So, yeah. And by the, by the way, this review was left in 2019. So yeah. Before the Punani. April 1st. So the only April Fool was her and huh. her friends. Hi. Okay. Hi. Hello, Little somebody. Little did they know. They thought Hello, they were just going to study, somebody. but joke was on them. So it listen, <laughs> so the business manager posted One this. One of the owners. It's probably the husband, huh? No, this is a business manager. 
See, it said business manager on the sign in, but then on the comment it says I'm one of the owners. So they must have logged in and somebody is whatever. I, I don't know. You know what? I'm just. That, oh, that's not really important yeah, because the name is different than from, the one that was typed out. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering because the name I'm wondering if that is the wife, the wife, probably because even though she, you know, diet, she is she is mixed. She identifies as black. Even though and she's very white yeah, passing. You and I, looked, know I saw it. her on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, she is very white passing. Well, I mean, she, as long as she identifies with whatever she right. identifies with, that's cool. But I'm, 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 I'm also highlighting that because when you start to kind of narrow down her response, if it was indeed her, which I'm 98% yeah. sure it was, you're it, no better than white people who make excuses right. for their fuckery when they're called out. But go ahead. Because... She basically says she wants to reach out to address the concerns, yada, yada, yada. It's pretty much corporate, corporate spiel. Yeah. But what. We have friends in town. Yeah. This is what pissed me off. During your, during your visit, we had a group of friends from out of town visiting us at the bar, which probably contributed to the difference in demeanor and lack of awareness from our barista. But that does not excuse them or invalidate your feelings, which in a way you've already invalidated this person's experience. By by, trying to explain with an excuse. Yeah. Basically saying, oh, you had bad customers service because we had friends in town and you interrupted them but that should no in no way change your perception or that should change your perception of us because we were trying but we were distracted which why or or also trying to say that um it may not have appeared that we were excited to serve you because we were more excited to see our friends in the sense of you know we're going to be professional with you and courteous, but we're going to be excited with them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. My thing is consistency. Uh You're either going to have a bad day with everybody or you're going to have a good day with everybody. There's no, don't wait. Classification. Don't wait for colored folks to come in your establishment and decide to take your bad day out on us while having white folks come in or white passing folks come in Mm. and then suddenly your mood changes and you think and it's very very obvious oh yeah there is a difference between okay i'm not going to take my bad day out on them as opposed to niggers i'll just take it out on them like what yeah we we literally just walked in because we want some coffee we didn't come in making a whole lot of even if we did come in loud like first of all give us a chance because some people are just loud right naturally but like if we become too disruptive then of course any patron yeah there's a huge difference between being disruptive and it's actually bothering the other patrons and just us in our own not necessarily our own bubble but in the space that we have and we're talking amongst ourselves making sure we don't bother anybody else because we already know that y'all gonna think we loud anyway because we are black so anyway (sighs) this uh response was very wordy it was it, it, as I was telling you in our private text, like this mm-hmm. was giving me Willie go round in circles yes. vibes because you're because not she addressing. She made a point to highlight that they had just opened. Okay, yeah. what that? Oh, so y'all just opening out the gate? Yeah, being a new racist. company, been open seven weeks now. It's important that we lean in and try to learn from any and all criticisms we get. So without giving you a bunch of excuses, we just wanted to give you our deepest apologies that you felt discriminated against in any way oh because they then she also mentioned oh because our co you know our workers were completely shocked and surprised to learn oh please 
First of all, this ain't about you. It's that. not even about Get you being out of shocked. Here. And wait a minute. Bitch, you shouldn't be because you know how you are. You know you're problematic. And by the right. way, Butch Sundance been working there because she was all the way in Instagram from 2019, 2018. And I saw her real name on Twitter because mm. they have they mm-hmm. have a they have a Twitter profile and all that. Mm. But here's what really got me at Gilded Gilded Phallus. We're a designed or I'm sorry, we're a designated safe space for LGBTQ youth and BIPOC. So it was with a devastated heart that we learned about your experience. It Girl. was. It is never our intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or did, discriminated against or in any fashion, and we do not tolerate bigotry of any form. Now, this was back in 2019. What changed two years later? Not, not a, a fucking damn thing. thing. So you had... Not just people of color in there, but we're gay people of color, yes. gay and lesbian people of color, queer people of color, right? And all of them, we we pretty much identify with the rainbow, okay? And we are black, yep. And there's already added weight to us because we have to deal with the stupidity from people who don't look like us, and even you from people, people who look, look like, like us, us as well, because. You got white folks that treat us less than, and then you have the white gays. Right. Oh, well, I'll get to the white gays in a minute, but you also have black cis straight folk who are also religious. Typically, use religion to say you don't deserve to basically live because you're going against God. Which, if you want equality. It has to be for everybody. Everybody. Because if you want to be treated as an equal, but also want to stonewall right. a marginalized group of people, you don't want equality. You want privilege. That's that. That. And that. I hate to break it to you, but you're in a, you are a descendant of slaves. You come from a lineage of slaves. Yep. So if you are a black person who feels like it is totally okay to continue oppression on people who are not like you you have missed the point in what equality is and you might want to educate yourself because there is a whole compendium available to educate yourself and let you know that hey this is not the move but and should never be the move it should never be the move and then we have to navigate the racism within the queer community Mm -hmm. because you got most dating apps that used to list a preference from white gay the white gays were very guilty of this not in the blacks not racist just a preference which sorry you're being racist because well not even sorry you you are sorry and being a racist exactly because you are excluding an entire race just because based on whatever it is you saw on fox news or cnn or whatever but you don't mind using us to get fucked but as far as having a relationship and also to appropriate our culture let's be clear oh of course because especially the white gays you got the, the white oh god the white gays that be talking about oh honey mm. i am a black woman trapped in this man's body no what well, does that black woman know that we've been emancipated since june 19th 1865 set her free because she sure don't want to be inside of you. She don't want to be in that dry chicken unseasoned, unseasoned like just crusty and dusty. Just because you don't wash your legs, you don't wash your face, 
You only bathe once every few days. Child. Probably don't even brush your teeth. And then want to be around a black man because you heard that the penises are bigger and the sex is better. That might be true, but we're not objects. We are people as well. Yep. And it just straight kills me mm. when you hear the white queer community talk about wanting to be treated equally and you should, oh, I hate the bigotry that happens. We should be able to do this, that, and a third. But then there's a misconcept of intersectionality yes. that happens. Yes. And when black voices, black queer voices come up, you want to shut that down because you either can't relate to it or again, you look at us as objects right. and that you can pick up and put down right. based on whenever we tend to suit your need or what you're looking for exactly. in that particular exchange. So mm -hmm. definitely felt like an object at that place. Yep. And that little um, response, and I, I do mean little, that was a little response. Right. To not. Because it was very small minded. Like it was very lengthy. It was scripted. It was a scripted oh. response. That didn't even make sense. And like it didn't even flow properly. Like, even for a script. There was. <laughs> no accountability not there. true mm -mm. it was no accountability and they kind of put it back on the reviewer yeah like, like it well, was I'm your sorry fault you felt that way yeah. i'm sorry that's how you yeah you know took it and blah 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 and then the whole mention about like you know and you've been really helpful and bringing you know impatient with us you know because we've been emailing back and yeah, forth we've been trying to for a we, few we've days been reaching out to you privately and blah 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 and thank blah, you blah. for your help and i'm like so you responded after, after you so you did this response so that for whatever whoever comes across her review down the line they could see what your response was because if you were really about that action of change yeah you wouldn't even responded you could have been like thank you for bringing this to our attention um and we're con we'll continue to discuss with you mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. back and forth privately right but you're trying to do some performative bullshit just like the performative bullshit they did on their instagram post remember when they were like bakers against racism oh my god I'm, when i tell y'all my petty ass laugh. when i tell y'all my petty ass wanted to comment but you racist though so i don't, I don't even remember it. what my response was gonna be because it was like okay bakers against racism but for how long right because until some black people actually come around and it, then yeah and that's what <laughs> that's kind of what you said actually yeah you're like that, until some black people come up come yeah around. bakers against racism until black people actually materialize in front mm -hmm. of them mm -hmm. so that experience it hurt my feelings right and it of Mine course too. Like, it very yeah it hurt both of us because like, really it reminded just... us oh, okay there are still some ways to go yep even though it doesn't happen all the time but when it does happen it stays with you because it took a while for me yeah. to get over it yeah well and it didn't help that the place jake's that you remember we kind of postponed because we just decided Ryan's. well let's go ahead and try because they open back up at four for right. the dinner and then it just got i don't know it if went it from bad to worse yeah really. no I, it did because remember when we walked in and the guy at the host stand he was just like he had this look like do y'all have a reservation and i'm like no do we need one what nobody because in there y'all what nobody in there but the it employees was just now four o'clock or it just became four o'clock and y'all right. have a reservation no do we need one no it's okay is it right because if it's not just, just again just tell us because we're grown right we might huff and cuss you out but, but we're gonna, we're gonna mean, leave right. because we don't want to be arrested but 
<laughs> or killed. Right. We will leave without hesitation. Oh, you don't want to say bye? Bye. Because I'm not going to beg you to take my money. Mm. That's first and foremost. Okay. I never beg anybody to take my money. I'll be trying to keep my money. One well, thing I know, two things for sure. Come on. I know how to keep my money. And I know how to walk my black ass anywhere. Out the dough. Out the dough. Bars. Hop, hop into Melissa, Melissa Fent and leave. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> y'all that's his car because she's sleek yeah yeah i will hop up in that bitch and go skirt, skirt, and she can so, go y'all she can go don't let it fool you it was tempting to peel out of there when we finally left and then you know <sighs> i didn't tell you because remember you sent me out to the car i did not when our friend drink. finally showed up because we were gonna order food child 28 dollars for two drinks i thought they was only 12 dollars oh tax tax no tip when she said that'll be 28 dollars, i'm like for what y'all and mind you the drink was good the drink it was, was like, like a ginger those, oh. it was a it wasn't a huge cup yeah it was like one of those little small glasses it was that a you cocktail would make like an all right yeah, it was, a, it was a, a cocktail, cocktail glass. glass right and it was good it, it was, was it was really refreshing because i was feeling her after we left i was not oh, until well, we got to barley yeah. and board because yes. the adrenaline was pumping right. so much that that alcohol my body went this is cute right what is this is this ginger ale no this is an actual cocktail and because it was just so quiet like because remember they sat us over there near the bar mm-hmm. area because it's the only place that had the server which was the bartender and she was okay she was she tried but, but it wasn't her it, and it wasn't her fault like and that was the thing like we didn't want to be resentful and then take it out on yeah, her so we were we like we're just gone we were dip. still reeling from what happened at the gilded truffle right the gilded truffle butter truffle butter we were still reeling from that and you saw the look on my face because it wasn't necessarily that of defeat but i was just over it over it and rightfully so wanted to go home truth be told yeah and And you told me that and you were like like, honestly i just want to go home and i was like and we could totally do that because our friend had finally shown up yeah and in the car i love you girl but and i know i looked at her (laughs) and she said what's wrong we were like we leaving and i said i told her don't even come around that corner yeah she's like what's wrong we fist go just meet us outside we're gonna go to barley and board which i'm barley and board is an actual place yes and y'all came through i recommend it that sometimes you know they they have gotten things wrong before but the service has always been consistent like as soon as we walked in we were greeted and welcomed and then like because i remember your last experience your soup was cold and we just and yeah. that was your part of your hesitation about yeah. possibly going there but Hot you're like sandwich cold, cold soup. soup no that's which not cute. i'm like Ugh. so that's why as soon as i walked in i was like hey y'all look at this thank you for this welcome you know i started talking and just yeah. kind of not disarm them but like get them comfortable with me and my yeah. craziness and also just to try to not diffuse the situation but just kind of break up the tension that was right. going on because we didn't want to project i was super tense yeah i had to call my mama and yeah. talk about the situation and just vent about it and she was like okay well let me tell you what to do so i did it right and not going to talk about that right now but awesome experience at barley and board yeah uh our waitress's name was lily i believe yes because i was like oh lily pad like you know how i met your mother right super sweet young woman she was so cool i loved her purple and black hair yes she had like that cruella vibe you know where it was like literally 
half the head was black on one side and then uh-huh. the other half like down the middle and i loved it yeah it, she, it worked for her I, I loved her i loved her look and she was very attentive to yes. us. she was very personable even we loved her little rainbow pin array oh because our friend that was with us again had been in the service industry mm-hmm. so she was like oh she was driving my pins yes she was living for the uh pins color alone. coordination yes so oh, yeah because she's also an artist very extremely gifted yeah. and again i know we mentioned that in the first episode but she is talented mm-hmm. one day we will reveal her even her handle because homegirl is going places she's she already is. getting commission work so good but it, it was great yeah. and thanks to her we did breathing exercises because she is in school to is, be a licensed yep. therapist so we did breathing exercises which definitely help helped mm-hmm. we ordered a mimosa carafe which we fucked that up Ooh. It was, it, y'all, it was, it, it was, was good. It was like good. the experience was good. Yep. I made sure hot. to say, right. Cause I Cause, kept saying, yeah, you did say, make sure the soup is hot. And I'm I like, said that like yeah, three, four times. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, baby, there was a reason I'm saying yeah, it. Yeah. Cause she's times. like, what? And I think one of us told her, like, I was like, the last time I was here, the soup was cold. We but both it, was, did. it wasn't a big deal. Cause at least the sandwich was hot. You said it wasn't a big deal. And I said, no, it is because soup You're is right. meant to be hot unless it's one of them. It's cold not gazpacho. There you go. I couldn't think of the name. It would be different if I order grilled cheese and gazpacho, but I don't like gazpacho. I like my soups hot. hot. Like I just got into eating soup because I used to hate it. Exactly. I called it vegetable spit. Oh. Like did nobody, I don't want that. I sure did. The shit you have come up with in your life never ceases to just like trip me out. It's like, why do you like that vegetable spit? I don't get it. Like chicken noodle (laughs) soup, like chicken spit with noodles in it with snot yeah down just give me okay, the stop. just give me the chicken and the noodles i, I hope don't, y'all don't have a weak stomach y'all i don't, I don't need the, sl- I don't need the fried saliva next to you it. know what okay so okay anyways so <laughs> long story short with barley and board no complaints it was a great time we took some pictures yes, inside like and out and then i had to take them damn heels off because your girl's not made for stunting like that Understood. no more i'm old now y'all and I I'm, understand. A little, I'm a little fatter so I a little more weight on them heels. I'm so glad the mood definitely picked up when mm-hmm. we went to Barley and Board. Just even the little coffee shop we went to today, because we wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh uh oh. What's it called? It starts with We're gonna Z. say it? Yeah. Okay, Zeras. It's called Zeras? Yes. yes and they're Zeras. part of the Denton Freedom House Ministries. Cause we got that spiel. Cause first of all, we walked in, it was a bunch of white people, cause again. Girl. Oh. Oh well. Drea, the Drea. city of Drea. You didn't hear the real name, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to find us, no way. <laughs> this is like the biggest little town ever, anyway. Yeah, in Drea. So, but Zira, Zira, right? Yeah, Zira. It, it's it's pretty cool. It's a nonprofit coffee house right. that it serves the community, which yep. I'm all helps about. People rehab mm-hmm. um, helps houseless people you know learn some skills to be get able to them get off of the, the addictions sh- yep. that they struggle with yep and i think that was that the manager that you spoke to or i think he was because remember he said he graduated out of the program in 2019 yeah a couple years ago yeah yeah and then he and he said he felt called by you know the lord that's his his higher power yeah Amen. hallelujah yeah and we was in there respectful because oh, we had to remember we was like okay look we was raised in the church and we are the church but we the church that's real of, of the, we the church of life okay? yeah mm-hmm. real life and we niggas but anyway so <laughs> dead 
dead. Come back, brother. Okay, CPR. I'm back. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really fascinating because I just asked how long they had been there and they were like 12 years. And then he was like, yeah, so this is all the things that we do. I myself, you know, went through the program and then the Lord called me mm-hmm. full time in the ministry. And it was it was beautiful. And it explained the young man that took our order because he was he was I was like he either knew or something. But then when they said that they help uh, predominantly people who have different afflictions, but mostly like drug or chemical dependency you know yeah, and I honestly, coming off of that meant like yeah medically speaking like your mental faculties are a little i honestly hazy. thought he might have been on the spectrum which is why and he probably i was. was not looking at him any differently than i would look right. at anybody else because i'm like okay he's, remember we were sweet yeah i was like baby you know i call everybody yeah. baby i was like we were you, reassuring baby. and yeah. patient of course because maybe he was nervous or maybe he was like oh other black people that i don't know how to really interact with but i mean it could have been any of those it could have been anything but he was super nice anyway but when i would ask like for the fork i meant to ask you this earlier did it feel like the manager was like can you get them a fork like you supposed to know this because i was watching you know i did i did peep that but i was like i i i don't know the dynamic because it was our first time there but again why you but talking it just to him like this, seemed though? very much like get the fork boy right that's what yes, it y'all. felt like and again we are not those kind y'all know if y'all know some of you who listen actually know us personally you know we're not those type even if we were that's our bit like that's, that's our right our business. because to be honest and it's true i mean we're never going to be wrong when it comes to that because this can't this country and this world is still rooted in you racism. can't refute racism if you've never seen it mm. and you choose not to see it so mm. let's just make that very clear right only, now only one side of that 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 interaction, that battle, that struggle is actually able to walk away from it and not be affected. Okay, white people. Mm-hmm. You can just very easily just disassociate yourself from racism and being it never real. never have a negative impact on you. And it will not hit you ever again, no matter how many black people that come into your lives. Because there are actually people <laughs> who had the audacity to tell me racism isn't real. And it's just something that the media cooked up 20 to 25 years ago. And my response was, I would love for you to tell my grandmother that I would love for you to tell her that because there were several instances where she had to deal with it. In fact, my mama in the seventies when of course, grandpa was still living, Mm -hmm. but back in the seventies in Iowa, they went to a skating rink with uh, Mm -hmm. grandpa's air force buddies Mm-hmm. who are white of course right. it was a family affair mm-hmm. this skating rink denied my family because mm-hmm. it was grandma grandpa and all six of the kids and yeah yeah right uh, we didn't listen we didn't have technology like that back then so that's all motherfuckers did was get pregnant basically fucking and getting married to survive that's yep. literally yeah. what it was back then but yep. Um, basically the, I don't know if it was the owner or whoever worked there basically told my grandparents and the family, your kind is not welcome here. Mm -hmm. And this was in the seventies, not 25 years ago, right? but this was in the seventies at this point. Yeah. So the, the concept of integration was still very new because Mm -hmm. let's talk about history. The civil rights act of 1968 Mm. had passed. And then desegregation didn't occur until the seventies. Right. Right. My mom was in high school. She vividly remembers Mm -hmm. the quote unquote on paper desegregation. Yeah. My mom was four when that civil rights act was passed Mm -hmm. and she was 
maybe born a month after the Civil Rights Act of 64 for labor mm. was passed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have people that lived on both sides of it, mm-hmm. but to hear someone outright deny it basically living in delusion because she's never seen it. And I did tell her just because you've never experienced racism does not mean it doesn't exist. And then of course she started talking about her experiencing racism when she was in middle school and how they would mispronounce her name because she went to a predominantly Hispanic school and they would mispronounce her name on purpose because they didn't like her. And my response was, you don't understand the difference between bullying and racism. It's very clear. Very. I hate that that's happened to you, not to invalidate you being bullied, but... When you try to then... You were a victim of discrimination, mm-hmm. not racism. And here's a here's a little lesson. Come on. Those two words are not interchangeable. I know right. this is probably controversial to hear but racism and discrimination are not interchangeable terms you might have learned that can you imagine can can you imagine tony showing you the way to go so (laughs) (laughs) because i know because uh you almost made you ink Mm. so (laughs) no not yet oh well (laughs) so So I know in these predominantly white schools, they have you thinking, oh my God, racism and discrimination are the same thing. Discrimination. Right. And reverse racism is not real. Yeah, reverse. Mm-hmm. Ra- oh my God. always say that. That is not real. That's what old girl said. I was a victim of reverse racism. And that's not a thing. My thing, taking it literally reverse racism. So like you got made fun of for being white and you were handed things like you're a white woman. Here's Here. a house. Right. You're a white woman. Here's a loan. Here's 825 credit score just for you. Like that's what, no, re- reverse racism is absolutely not a thing. But discrimination, the, if I can remember the actual Miriam, Miss Miriam Webster dictionary uh, definition, uh-huh. discrimination is when you point out inherent differences between people. Right. So like discrimination would be, oh, don't let the the, black people can still come into this establishment, but make sure they're quiet because generally they're allowed. Right. That is discrimination. Right. Racism is a whole other level of bullshit because racism means that it can oftentimes coincide with discrimination right there is racial discrimination however but racism is completely yes it's a different beast of its own because racism basically means that you believe that your race is the superior race Mm -hmm. and you're using that to stifle the growth of marginalized groups or persons of color color. Mm -hmm. so racism could be anywhere from redlining when you purposely leave people of color out of nicer neighborhoods now did you know that there used to be a thing called a housing covenant back in the early days of yore Mm -hmm. so the housing covenant because there were many home builders that would build the utopia of suburbia and whatnot Mm. the housing covenant actually stated that since you're white, you can have this house, but you may not sell to anybody outside of the Caucasian race. What? That is no, that. Surprised me, but no, that is that. a that is a thing you can look up mm. and see 
it's fact check y'all if y'all there. Don't believe us Look and it up. even hoas would say don't sell negroes or don't have negroes it's by this the, property honestly probably the whole reason and foundation of the damn hoa yeah not to keep the neighborhood nice just because you know keep your lawns clean and shit it was definitely probably yeah, rooted in because hoa would target racism. the yeah. black homeowners because they expect the aesthetic to fit in with the rest of the neighborhood and they bet on the fact that you can't keep the house as nice as our white tenants can. Right. So we can hone in on you, right. find you up the hill or find you to high hell really right. and get to the point where, you know, we can actually seize your home. Mm. So th- there's things, there are things out there to mm. say, you know, racism is in fact a thing that has gone on mm. for centuries, but centuries. all right. And to this day, right go off sis so anyway we're gonna take a pee break and we'll be back pee 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 pee. go ahead bladder miss pee pants (laughs) we're back we back we pee free that's the way to be ow 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 oh and drug free too well no depends you know what no I, I mean, we are drug free right now, but oh, of course, I haven't done weed in a while. Right, but are we are we have and and will partake if we want to. Of and course, we condone it. it. Needs to be legal. Hell, or somebody. Oh, please, yes, absolutely. Cause and also decriminalize it too when you make it legal. Right, that doesn't make it. Why weed? Why is weed illegal? Because it just makes you happy and sleepy and, and hungry. Maybe hungry and horny, horny. as well. I'm but, half sleep and hunk after I done ate. Cause you know, you get the itis after you eat. And for white folks, that's just what you get. Black folks say we, we get the itis. Okay. We just get sleepy after we eat. It, it, did you know to ruin itis that is actually derived from a racist term? Huh? Yeah. <sighs> I hate to ruin things. With but did you know stuff. itis is actually also a medical term? It's actually a medical. Really? Pre suffix. Yes, itis means inflammation of in medical speak, medical terminology. Huh. Literally means inflammation of. So, like, if you have peritonitis, you have inflammation of the peritoneum. Mm. If you have appendicitis, you have inflammation, which in- usually indicates infection right. of the appendix. Okay. So, technically, it's a medical term above all. Yeah, it's a medical term. That makes sense. But there are also racial connotations, connotations. I believe it too, even in the medical the field. Itis. So, eh. What's the story behind that, though? I don't know that. A child. Share with the class. I don't know. Oh, okay. You, my bad. I you, put you on the spot. You put me on the spot. You put yourself on the spot. I really you did. Because <laughs> I remember watching something that said that it actually traced the origins of the colloquialism known as the itis. And it mm. had something to do, of course, with black people. When they eat stuff, they get lazy. And, you know, it plays into the whole stereotype that black folks, a nigger loves a watermelon and they lazy. Mm. So. Oh, by the way, that's truly the song that's being played on the ice cream. Yes. Let's keep track. ruining things for white people. So. AKA exposing the yeah. shit that they came up with and yeah. their ancestors. But you know, okay. those friendly, those friendly neighborhood ice cream tones that you hear or chimes or. Mm. Uh, Tune, tunes. There. Tunes. Yeah. Where it's mean things. <laughs> it, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a derivative of Nigger Loves a Watermelon. And you can find that on YouTube, mm-hmm. surprisingly. And you can play. I guess that was an actual recorded song yep. in what the 6th, 5th, 5th, 4th, 
20, 20s? I don't know. Early 1900s is what we'll say. At this point. Because it was on, it's on a, it was on a vinyl and right. y- you can, again, you can listen to it in its entirety on YouTube mm. and learn you some things. Mm. Did you know that we have finally arrived to the time where anyone that's born in 19, anything is now 21 or older? Yeah. So basically. You see 19 on an ID and you're like, oh. Okay, you're illegal. You're, you're legal. And that's if they ID you because hell, I don't get ID'd sometimes. I still do. In most places, yes, you do. Yeah, in most places, I still do. And but I've noticed I get some the of the places tape. we've gone, we haven't been ID because we also have masks on. Because like when we went to Miss Angeline's, they didn't ID us. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. But then again, we have been there enough to for, you more than me. Yeah, I mean, I really he ain't alcoholic. I mean, even if he is, that's his business. It is my business. He's just known about the place, and I haven't been living out here that long. Right, so. Miss Angeline's is a cool place to hang out. So mm-hmm. is Eastside, and it, it, it's all good. But we anyway, just our location away, aren't we? Some most of y'all know us anyway. Hell, so we anyway. got what one person in the Philippines, yeah, right? The couple people in Germany. Shout out to you guys. Thank you. I'm gonna Thank be you. over there in a few months, in like seven and a half, eight months. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll visit. As soon as I get over my flight anxiety, I will visit. He will. We're going to get him knocked up on the pillow. Child, I don't know. flying over bodies of water, I just cannot. I mean, that's very really. I, I, I can't reconcile doing that. But, but when you fly, apparently international airliners are built with better stability. So true. It's, not, it's almost like you're not flying over bodies that's of water. That's what I've been hearing. Just act like you're in a car, but in the sky. <laughs> with get no away other- Get away from me because <laughs> uh, you don't win. <laughs> uh, we'll have to tell y'all that reference later. But all right, so I was gonna say let's get back to the other conversation, but I'm kind of over it. <laughs> oh yeah, and we could do that. We do that sometimes. So yeah. like y'all, if you feel like we just inc- also this is us trying to make sure we're not just droning on and on about the same topic. I yeah. mean. Mind you, it's informative, it's helpful, it's necessary conversations, and we're going to always have these conversations. But, you know, we like to move the conversations along if we can. Yeah, so in a nutshell. Racism is real, but it's also bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. Don't deny it because you've never seen it, and believe black people when they talk about it. Thank you. And let them talk about it. Don't talk about it. So in a nutshell, at least with the first half of that conversation, uh, mm-hmm. the the gilded phallus is not a place I would recommend. Mm-mm. Ryan, Jake, Gyllenhaal, I do not recommend going there, unless for brunch. And can we talk about how expensive that shit was? Just on the dinner menu, I because mean, we was looking at the appetizers. The appetizers, appetizers, yes. I'm not a I'm not gonna you know I'm not a broke bitch no but damn like that was unnecessary $32 44 there was a $44 entree yes. on there and I'm like are y'all catching this somewhere in the back that I'm not aware of because god damn like I understand it's probably naturally sourced and stuff, but you can go to places that are also naturally sourced and don't have to pay an arm and a leg and a big toe. I can go to Red Lobster and get that imitation crab and be I don't like crab, but just imitation right. salmon or salmon. <laughs> I can get the imitation salmon and be just as happy. 
but for less. It, for I mean, much less. For if I'm gonna spend that much, this better be a fucking seven course meal. This better be on some like Cafe de Brazil type shit. And I want Gordon Ramsay to kind of cuss me out just enough for it to be entertaining. Right. But as not he enough, gives me but, the food because if you go a little you know, too far, we're gonna beat his ass. But we, still, I'm gonna look at you like, oh, hold up, homie. Don't make me pull kindness out. That's his pocket. Knife. I will cut you but literally yeah so all in all <laughs> go go to jake ryan gyllenhaal's for brunch because the brunch Are we gonna tell is them where it really is because they ain't gonna know where that is or maybe the people that we know personally then some of some of them know what we're talking about exactly. i mean if you if you want to do some investigative research go for it i mean if you have the time go they go ahead but <laughs> yeah I, I would not recommend any of those places the last place i'll say it hannah's go to hannah's for brunch i like Not hannah's dinner. at brunch but after it turns to dinner yeah. there are jake ryan gyllenhaal yeah Mm-mm. with some bullshit don't do it don't. so okay i have one thing to, oh what are you gonna say no i'm a after your thing i'm gonna add my thing because my birth the egg donor her bullshit that she tried to pull with me y'all let's go ahead and talk about that okay so y'all may remember was that first episode? I don't remember what we talked about. Y'all, we, we, we just want to be yeah, transparent. We, we, we talked wouldn't. about family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just we want to be transparent. We were not quite satisfied with our second episode just because you know we had a lot going on that day. And we probably should have tired as hell, right? And I guess against our better judgment, but we didn't know at the time it was against our better judgment. We were just like, mm, no. You know, we should have just not recorded. But whatever. We here. We here. And if mm-hmm. y'all and if y'all made it to this episode, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for, for giving your, us another chance. Thank you for your grace and patience. Yes. And space you know, of grace. Yes. Pace of grace. Yes. In and space. This is my formal apology. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Jesus is the answer for the world today. That's all I got. I don't know the rest of the song. Y'all <laughs> Okay. We got to tell y'all the reason behind that. Okay. Yeah. So what I came over here, wasn't that the day of the the last episode? Because we went out to... Uh, oh, yeah. That oh, was so we, we might have talked about that in the last episode. We probably episode. did. But I don't remember. But, but I It was just the way I was saying I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. He kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I said, okay, then Jason Nelson, that's a gospel singer. Uh-huh. Black gospel singer for those of you who in the room that don't know. Yeah, because white gospel, black gospel are not, not the, the same. same. Y'all shit is boring. Anyway. And just dry. That's like a... I hate to say this, but... That kind of gospel is like a lullaby to me. That kind of gospel is like when it's Debbie Ryan gospel. and Ashley Tisdale was trying to cover whatever song. Remember, when say we, my name. Yeah, say my name. Say my name. If no one is around you, say baby, I love you. It's like no. Or Taylor Swift covering um September. I have you heard know. that? Nope. You have not heard I that? Don't, don't. And I don't want to. Don't. You still sound more cultured than that. I can. I cannot strip the seasoning off of anything I do. I'm sorry. Right, because we made of seasoning. But, but anyway, ooh, the child, that was Hello. awful. Oh, and I, I, I can, I, I can just feel it in my spirit. So I'm gonna take your word for it because I have no desire to ever hear that ever in my life. Now that is one thing that I do have the privilege to to do. That is the the type of privilege I, as a black queer woman, have, which uh-huh. is I can willing, like, just deliberately cancel out ever hearing dry on season 
singing and yeah. rhetoric or whatever. So anyways, but yeah, that day he kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he didn't know, he wasn't quite familiar with that part of the song. Cause then mm-hmm. the recorded on the album, um, <laughs> that they were his band was playing the intro and so his like background vocal he was like yes sir yes sir and he was like oh like he forgot they were recording he's like oh i'm supposed <laughs> to be singing i'm sorry i'm sorry that's what it sounded like so ma she immediately knew what i was talking about so we lost our shit and then whenever i played it for him he was so now that's our thing so whenever we say i'm sorry i'm sorry we go and then jesus is the answer, answer. yes oh the world today amen above him there's no uh, the I don't know this part. Jesus is the way. Yeah, I should have shot Okay, we done. Um, and we sip and fuck it. Yes, Jasmine's garden, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know what that's that the is. chick that come out with the fairy wings. Oh, with the dress oh okay, 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 yeah. okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's what she says at the end. Anyways, y'all moving along. So I was in a period of rest and respite with my best friend, aka I escaped the hostel that I live in mm. and stayed in peace and cleanliness and mostly quietness comparatively. Anyways, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about the crusty dusty. Anyways. That's another episode, child. That's a whole other episode. An entire <laughs> like we could fill up on a a whole episode on just the first two weeks of me living there <laughs> alone. Anyways, but we're not going to regale you with that today. So I get a text from my egg donor, AKA my birth mom. I don't claim her cause I have other parents that love me and accept me as me. And yeah, so just comforting. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, this person that gave birth to me was like, <laughs> she sends me a link which I have the, you know, web display and this is older white lady and her daughter. I don't know nothing about them. And I hadn't read it yet. And then so she was like, hey, love, I'm not sure if you remember this lady. But when we were living in the apartment complex across from Miss So-and-so, she was the lady who would pick me up for school when I was attending TCC. By the way, this is a run on sentence. I know my mama older, but ma'am. She should be old enough to know better, but With anyway. Punctuation, grammar, all that. Well, grammar is punctuate. Punctuation is grammar. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Moving this story along. She was like, I was so shattered by this incident and just really with like an opportunity to make some things right in our relationship. I love you. Y'all want to tell y'all I didn't even respond to her because my thing is, is first of all, if y'all remember on that first, I think it was the first episode. It was our first episode. I mentioned that, you know, I met up with her and... To kind of, that was like our first sit down, let's have a meal together in light of her giving me that damn book. Yeah, this was you trying to reach out to her. And give her an opportunity. Yeah, because this was something your therapist suggested. Yes, because I was going to dip about this country, y'all. When I tell you, I was just going to leave and then be like, oh, by the way, I'm in Germany. So bye. (gasps) And 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 I still could have did that. You still could have. And she thinks I'm going in January, so I'm not going to tell her when I leave. We will let her think that. Right. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Mm. Mighty name. Hey. Hello. Hallelujah. Honda BBB. Right. But it was just. (laughs) E shit a boom boom bitch. But anyways. Mm. mm. But no. It was just like. What am I supposed to do with this? Because at the end of the day. Your guilt. Has nothing to do with me. Like I'm not going to bear the burden of your half ass guilt. Like. Because in the aftermath of someone lose first of all that's not even a comparable situation unless that woman and her daughter had you know 
they were at ends with each other and never got to make amends before because right. the daughter it, so essentially the daughter was in a car accident a horrific car accident and it was fatal and so that was so because my mom knew first of all my mama know a whole bunch of people i don't keep up with all the people she know because she meet people any and everywhere y'all think i like you know i I can be pretty sociable and i never met a stranger but i still meet strangers and i some people i prefer to keep them as a stranger Mm -hmm. hunger we literally could be anywhere in any city in any town hell in any state i'm sure right and she running into somebody she didn't met somewhere 35 years ago or some it's amazing shit. how personable she is to other people oh everybody but her actual family and her kids she's also very welcoming and accepting of other people on the surface because she definitely on that dark empath shit uh-huh where she makes it appear that she's empathetic and understanding and receptive but really it's a trap it is a whole ass trap and i'm not talking about the genre of music it okay is a literal <laughs> trap get out of my head i was just about to comment you on got that. hoes in atlanta not that not kind that. of trap i mean although she do have hoes in atlanta but anyways Ooh. aka the nigga that we think it's my de- brother's dad we're not listen y'all we're gonna talk so about many trauma. layers y'all so many layers y'all. that we have to avoid not to jump into but go on <sighs> so yeah i just read that and i was just completely disgusted and you know i shared that with you a uh-huh. little bit i was just uh-huh. like you know what good for you but like my thing is is where was this energy when i gave you an opportunity right but you wanted to comment the whole time that we were interacting with each other that uh you don't think COVID is real and um if you get the vaccine you're going to hell because you don't trust god to keep you safe and even though she had COVID and tested positive for it and was out here like she didn't have COVID, yeah she's one of them i found that out later but um she was like i don't really think i had COVID. well but you did if you had a test that specifically stated you are COVID positive. Because that's all that test does is check for. See, that's that's that COVID thing. Yeah, that's that's delusion right there. Mm-hmm. And they get you killed. You have the facts right in front of you and you still rebuff it. Rebuffed it. Go on. Anyway, so but yeah, you wanted to spend that whole instance, you know, be doing your surface level bullshit, performative bullshit. And, you know, I kind of briefly touched on the whole, like I said, you know, this occurred after you and I stopped really talking. And so you could have been like, you know what? I just want to take the opportunity to, you know, set the record, like not set the record straight, but like really apologize and really, you know, just say, I'm so sorry. Basically for- holding accountability on herself. Or right. Holding herself accountable for that Awful. gift. Yeah. And for those who don't know what the gift is, if we didn't go into it, basically she was given a book by an ex-gay to... <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah, to say, you know... There's nothing you, gay about being gay. Right, that's called. the name of the book. And basically, she... Correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. she made it seem like she didn't know that's what the book was about. But I really think she had every intention on saying, oh, this person used to be gay. You don't have to. Oh, no, she knew. No, what it was is she bought that book actually not long after I was outed by the sibling that I don't talk to. True. Because my other sibling that I do talk to, my other sister, she then came and explained because she talked to our mother and got the whole story or like her side of it or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And so... You remember I invited her, this was I think in 2019, to that concert by that gospel artist by Todd Galbraith. Remember he did a pop-up gospel thing Uh over where I lived in the H-E-B area and Uh I invited her. And of course, I am still a spiritual person. I have relationship with Christ, not religion. Not the same thing, y'all. Not at all. Not the same thing. That's another thing we're going to have to uh, delve into. We will. 
we will later on but i am a firm believer in the true teachings of what we are called to be you know when we're supposed to be like-minded in christ or whatever whatever and that's to show love and be respectful and all that so live and let live and stay out yeah. of other people's businesses right because even jesus stayed out of folk business sure he did. knew he knew about the prostitutes and the tax collectors who were considered crooks back then and hell they still are to this day because y'all don't need that much money on my track y'all sure don't what, what are y'all doing, doing and we it? still broke we still broke did we lose our money yet yesterday the other day the country remember we supposed to be like oh yeah 18th? well no they they I know you they know, miraculously they the extent, found them suddenly found the money or whatever yeah, or the but, or just whatever mm. y'all that's just my opportunity to shade again shot at at trotting underscore no shade but really all the shade because it is what it is i'm but just yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> he just here for the tea mm-hmm. and a little bit of the shade amen so anyways <laughs> hallelujah but yeah so it was all so she took me getting moved in the spirit and because worship music like music in and of itself is emotive like it doesn't matter if it's gospel mm-hmm. if it's hip-hop if it's trap if it's r&b if it's a ballad if it's you know, neo soul, whatever it can, it can, it can foster emotions. I listen to Lincoln Park whenever I'm just like fuck everybody and they bullshit. Yeah, you know, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So that artist is one that whenever I decide to listen to my worship music, he can, you know, really just create a space of like peace and healing exactly. and together and worship, which is what all that's supposed to be. So she then revealed to my sister that she took that as me feeling repentant and distraught over my sexual orientation instead of asking me because mind you we hadn't we still I was outed by my sister that I don't claim so a relative and then we never really talked about it because that's just not the kind of family we are and that's what I'm working on in therapy right now Mm -hmm. so I can you know live my most authentic self that's why therapy is important give you those tools very true long story short just you know instead of asking me what move me to tears or whatever in that moment whenever he was like if you feel like you know you want to feel the spirit of god in your life then come up to you know come up to the stage and then so it was a group of us and we was just up there and i was singing and dancing and praising and having a good time because i could do that that's my business that's how that's how i express myself so anyways so that was her but she didn't ask didn't comment on it didn't say anything and she connected dots that weren't there basically right. just whole ass you know those those uh invisible markers that we used to have and then you yeah. had to put water on them to make it show up yeah she had the invisible dots but didn't put no water to see where they were actually going type she shit basically spilled beer on it <laughs> that, and that doesn't have the same effect, effect. unfortunately exactly <sighs> so yeah all that so fast forward then on my birthday in 20 20- this was like the I was, same year. I was still in that country house when that happened. Yeah, so this might have been 2018 then. No, it was 2019 because I was working for Jippus, and I started working at Jippus at the end of 2018. Yeah, so it had to be 2019 because it was oh definitely yeah, before you the were Panini. fresh working with it. Yeah, yeah, because I was still happened. on site training. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, she brought me that quote unquote gift, and then that was the reasoning she gave to my sister that I do claim um, as to. Cause she had bought the book not long after the concert. So the concert was 2018 then. Oh, so basically she thought you didn't want to be gay no more Uh instead of actually asking Uh what brought you to that moment of worship. Yep. Because that's what she wanted it to be. So it was an unfortunate misunderstanding that came 
across uh-huh. as bigoted oh, or that absolutely. is actually bigoted, bigoted. actually yeah mm-hmm. but let me correct that mm-hmm. that was a a bigoted gift right that's and not even a gift that wasn't it was just that was honestly slander and hate hate not male but it was definitely hate i would have rather you have gotten a computer virus because at least you can get rid of that <laughs> without without any remorse or hell she could have gave me a damn um mcafee security disc to help me in case i ever got a computer virus because that's something i can get rid of fun fact mcafee is dead go ahead oh is it yeah he is he died in mexico that's a real person yes chat you the tech expert remember yeah he he fled the country because (laughs) (laughs) y'all i'm listening he it's he fled lazy. the United States because he was in trouble. I don't know what kind of trouble he was in. It might have been like probably child pornography, but gone. No, I think it was something with money, maybe like tax evasion or oh, something. All of the like oh no, he was accused of murder. Damn! But but he, you're supposed to be a security. Person. He fled the country and then he ended up dying within the last year and a half or something. It was very very strange. Like he was one of he created one of the leading virus scanning and quarantining software known worldwide and he basically just lost his mind and allegedly probably, killed somebody he probably was drunk with power you know white men the he had a lot of money he had a lot of money i oh, mean yeah. who doesn't have mcafee on their computer besides whether you me? ask for it or not it's it's always there no matter what windows pc you buy not necessarily a mac but windows pc you're probably going to see mcafee or norton on that bitch which i need to have you take that off my computer because i don't like it it's getting on my nerves okay so anyway back to the original story sorry for that tangent y'all be all right i'm y'all used to it at this point the queen of useless knowledge but really useful in the end so yeah i'm i'm just like so we met up for the first time to like this year like what? Was it this Three? year? Yeah, because oh, I was still living with my friend out in. Oh, because I for some reason I felt like that was like the end of 2020 when I that mean, happened. But the, you know, I what mean, is time? What is time? I'm gonna keep saying it. Yeah, it's, it's an old joke. But what is time? It's not really old because it's still relevant, even though this state thinks we're not in a pandemic anymore. Yeah, just completely rolled over that. Right. Tell that to all people who actually have gotten the vaccine and then have gotten a really bad case. Right. Well, to be fair, they had Moderna. So, yeah, I'm throwing shade. Anyway. (sighs) So, yeah, I was just like, if you were really that that really upset about it or you really wanted an opportunity to, hell, she had COVID. I had COVID and you didn't even say, hey, I really need to make this right because I don't know if this is going to take either of us out. Like you have oh, she all was these opportunities. She was highfalutin out mm-hmm. here acting like she didn't have it or just like, oh, it's just a really bad cold, uh-huh. which is the, the rhetoric that people like to say. That like, or the flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's just a, it's just a different variant of the flu. No. no there's really, been coronaviruses really in existence not. before. This is just a new strain of an existing virus so but okay my my issue with the whole because it, it reminded me of my cousin's situation with his dad and how mm. he wasn't necessarily staring at death's door or seeing the light or whatever it, it, it was just like a very hallmark moment mm. that you could possibly die 
So you suddenly want to make it right with your child who you have not interacted with since I think we were 10 or something. Cause I think that was the last time he talked to my cousin, cousin and his sister. Oh yeah. That's right. You told so, me that. cause they came out here and that it, it, and it was kind of weird because they came out here to visit him, but they stayed at my grandparents house with me so it was like hey we're gonna i'm gonna leave you here and i'm gonna go back home to my family in Carrollton. like that you're not gonna take the okay all right cool but because he had a new family that's why yeah he he waited until he was dealing with his issues his health issues to say i want to repair my relationship with my son i I mean listen which okay whatever (sighs) whatever gets you to that epiphany but you should then like don't like don't put that expectation which we have discussed before yep. as the thief of joy don't then put that burden on the person who you know just because you had an epiphany or a wake-up call doesn't mean i did like mm-hmm. doesn't mean that i have to move or respond according to that like just because you knocking at death's door like i had already made up in my mind that we ain't just gonna have that relationship and i was okay with that right Right, but just because you had a uh, a true wake up call, like oh shit, I gotta get this right. Okay, but that don't mean I'm ready for that. That don't mean I want to be receptive of that. And that is your right because Absolutely. you do not have to align yourself with toxic people because you share some pieces of their DNA. That like that, that is not a thing. Because I know that generations before our parents and mm-hmm. the generation before then would make it seem like you're obligated to mm. be with family no matter how they treat you mm. but you are the bad person when you decide to distance yourself from whoever it is that was or was and still is toxic mm-hmm. suddenly you're the bad person but nobody ever talks to the person that is the that source of the toxicity the tox- yep nobody Maybe. ever says hey you're being a bitch and I don't appreciate that. And I see why so-and-so doesn't want to talk to you anymore. But instead, Ooh, come on. But instead, it's always, well, you know, that's your mother, brother, sister, cousin, cousin granny, uncle. Yeah. And you have to talk to them. And because I know my grandmother used to do that to me. And I look at her like, well, if you want conversation, you talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. And then, of course, excuse me. You're excused. I don't want to talk to him. And I don't have to. I mean, that's that's your so and so. That's your so and so. Okay, you don't talk to him. I didn't ask for that. Okay, you did that. Yep, you done did that. You so did. I have nothing to do with that other person. Period. But for your mom to, I don't know. It it Just, should it should have been on, a natural. Yeah. Like maybe you've done some soul searching on your own and realize, oh, I'm a shitty mother. Yep. And I should do better with but see, my that daughter. That would require accountability. That would that would absolutely require that. But and she, she ain't ready for that. She basically was like, oh, this woman that I barely know, her daughter died. So let me use that as an excuse to get close to you. Okay, because I was just like, who are these people? Like who that is? Like who are these random people that you sent to my phone? Okay. And why are you suddenly wanting a relationship with me because of people you barely know? I don't get it. They nor and because let's be real here, my mother is a user, so and mm-hmm. I don't mean the drug well, she used to be a drug user, but whatever. What I'm saying that is is she uses people until she no longer finds use for them. So she though she has acquired 
many connections throughout yeah. the years just of my life i'm not even going to talk about her many many years of life i'm just talking about my existence and then when i was aware you know i often like as i was doing my own you know growth and healing journey with therapy i was just like mm-hmm. i started reflecting i was like you know i noticed that my mom tends to stay with she basically does the go with them until they don't until she don't but like for all the wrong reasons yeah. so she's like I maintain these connections as long as they have something um, to give me, to offer me. But the minute that I feel like they no longer serve my purpose or my needs, then I'm going to just drop them like a bad habit and they'll never hear from me again. Right. Which makes sense why that toxic relative, aka my ex-sister, is the same way. She's definitely our mother. She's definitely a recreation of our mother. Yeah. And though not really the same situation with with the exception of my half sister Mm -hmm. I don't fool with my father's side of the family because there is this expectation that oh you were located so you have to be with us no no No, I don't no because I was content my old ass don't have to do anything but stay black pay this mortgage and die so uh -uh. hopefully many years from now yeah (laughs) so anyway um but yeah child yeah. We just want y'all to know, just because people is coming out here feeling all guilty and ready to make amends because whatever the reason is. Yeah. If you're not in a place to to be ready to... To be receptive to that. Right. And like just to even engage with them on an, any other level outside of what you've been doing, mm-hmm. whether it's not at all, or in mm-hmm. my case, it's very superficial and very infrequent. Yeah. Because I have no desire. Like, I wouldn't choose to be in your presence if we weren't related. So, right. don't get it twisted. Then that, listen, you don't have to. Mm-mm. I'm going to let you know right now. Relieve yourself of that burden that it's not on you. It's like that saying like, that we say all the time, lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. So, your guilt trip and your epiphany and come to Jesus, whatever you want to call it, has, does not mm-hmm. necessitate forgiveness and interaction and con- reconnection. Right. Even if I forgive you. Or that situation does not mean we have to reconnect. Basically, that other person's response is not your responsibility. Come on. So just because you received a response from somebody, that doesn't mean you have to respond or feel obligated to do that because you don't. Because there have been many times that I would get a text from somebody I don't really talk to and I just look at it like, cool. Okay, good for you. Nice to know that my phone works for text messages. (laughs) Or emails. Or email. Oh, girl. Do we want to get into that? Because yeah, or what were you gonna say earlier? Well, I, it was about friendship because mm-hmm. I don't know. I know I told you about this, but let's talk about it because it's a good talking point. Okay. On Instagram, I saw this particular individual post a screenshot <laughs> of of he was reaching out to a friend to see if he could come over there to talk to him about something, and his friend responded honestly and said what you want i'm not in a position to have anybody over but if you want to talk i'm here and he basically became a victim and said well i thought i was going to talk to a real friend because i needed you but that's okay never mind and then posted on instagram something to the effect of it's nice to know who your real friends are and i looked at that message with disgust Mm. because it was a very selfish thing to say because right. it's like if you don't do it on my terms then I don't want it it's that and there's this air of 
you're not supposed to have anything going on when I ask for mm-hmm. when I reach my hand out to you, mm-hmm. I will tell people in a minute, I do not have the mental capacity to deal with whatever yes. it and is. We've done that. We've done we've that, done to that each with other. each it's other. Often, yeah. But when we do, we're just like, first of all, we ask, are you in a space to actually, yeah, I was just going to mention that because, and let's, let's go ahead and put it out there. Y'all can go ahead and start practicing that. And that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. There, like when we call each other, we ask for, sometimes we ask first, there are, other things or there are other times where okay I need to get this out and I can't text this right now yeah so forgive me but I gotta call you but aside from that we reach out to each other and check in to make sure if it's okay to have video calls or if it's okay to even have voice calls because we hate being on the phone Mm. that's that call center life that Mm. we used to have Mm. even to this day day. still don't like being on the phone unless you're my mama or a very very good friend yeah Sade which is you but um, that whole post was and of course he deleted it because I'm sure somebody pointed out how wrong that was because your friends are not obligated to talk to you when they tap on your shoulder because everybody's going through something absolutely I'm not going to call on the uh, oppression olympics or anything no but no take all that sure i'm i'm going through something you're going through something it helps to check in to make sure hey do you have the space for me because i need to vent about whatever it is mm-hmm. and you can say no or text or, it to yeah text, text it to, to me because i'm not audio, in the mood right. right now or let me i'll let you know when a better time a suit more suitable time because right. you could also want someone to be in a space to be able to actually hear you yeah receive it and have the time yeah because you can hear when somebody's lying about not really in not being interested in what is going on with you but they want to save face and say yeah sure you can talk to me i'm available and you just know it's Mm kind of like walking into that coffee shop you know when you are not wanted you know when your friend is right you know when your friend is not in the mood yeah and but then gonna tell you they are right like you could have kept that i would be more upset if you lied to me and said yeah you can talk but i'm getting these one-off responses okay and i will i will call you out on it and just say hey if you didn't want to talk just say that shit you don't have to perform for me right because like toby and weekway said on one of his songs he said i'll talk fly to you before i lie to you that part so (laughs) that whole post pissed me off of course he deleted it but mm. i mean if you're gonna be on your ball-headed hoe shit you might as well stand in it and just right. take say the fall out just say whatever it is you want to say because the whole idea of you should be available because i need you okay that's not going to be a consistent thing because Maybe. again hell need ice water but we don't always get right that. so unless we are completely devoid of issues which ha, okay ha. Good luck with um that then I would understand you being upset because you don't have issues. Why are you denying me this space and opportunity? I would get that. But that other person is human. And it's very clear from that message that something is going on. Cause if it were me and I went to you and then you came back with, I only have the space to talk through text. I would ask you, Oh, is it something we need to talk about? Cause I can push my shit aside. 
Right. Or you or you could be like, wow, this can actually completely wait until you're yeah. able. It's like, I would prefer, like, because we could be like, I prefer to say it over there because, like, I don't really want to type it out. Right. So can you just let me know whenever and then we can cross that bridge? Like, we've done that before. Yes, let's have a mental kiki and see what's going on. Yep. But instead, you want to take offense because he didn't give you that space. Oh, okay, girl. Sure. So... <laughs> With that said, we're going to talk about Bad Decision Friend, who, funny enough, I I tried having a podcast with her and it didn't work out because all she wanted to do was talk about celebrities. And I don't give a fuck about celebrities at all. They're not paying my bills. I can't relate to them. I really can't. I don't care what Kim Kardashian did with her butt. I mean, that's what she wanted to do. It's her money. Let her do what she wants. She had the money to do. I do not care about what celebrities are doing. So right. obviously that didn't work Except out. Except for Adele, because you know she back y'all. Yeah, I love Adele. That song was everything. You need mm. to look up the '80s remix somebody did on Easy on Me. It's phenomenal. What? Like they did like the '80s synth synthesizer. Type thing. It, think of it like a Hall and Oates meets Adele. Ooh, it was okay. really good. I'm like, I'm very surprised that I like this. Right. Well, because to be fair, Adele like her style and how she like. Her the lyrics, yeah. the, the, you know, accompaniments, all that are timeless. So they can mm-hmm. be easily transitioned into another, another time era period. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and still age well. It was really good. So yes. if, if I can find it, it was on Instagram. If I can find it, I'll send I'm it to so you. I'm excited for November 30th. That's <sighs> when the full album Sad drops. girl. Or is it November 19th? I think it's the 19th. It might be the 19th, it which is the day the I leave to go to North Carolina, so. Yeah, yeah I think you can that. preload that album on your phone so that you can listen to it on the flight. I see it. <laughs> so, but anyway. Sorry, back to the story at hand. So, yeah, bad decision, friend. She, I would say she's not listening to this, but if she somehow finds it, hey, how you doing? Yeah, we talking about I'll you. I'll email Go you. Go seek help. <laughs> I'll send you an email. Cause yeah, because she, she, she has been relegated to. to email, which is that saying a lot yeah. because we can instantly reach each other by any means, but email, cause I don't check my emails unless I have a shipment of something coming. <laughs> like I order something on Amazon. I shouldn't have. And then again, you also can get notifications. I don't even True. go to my email. I don't even look at my email, but anything outside of that, mm-hmm. I very rarely look at my email. So, um, picture it Sicily 2019. I'm just kidding. No, it was 20. It was 2020 when a lot of things really came to light, but yeah, a little backstory, not to say too much of her business, but eh. so she had to move because her mom decided to move to Korea, mm-hmm. just up and move saying, I'm going to Korea and I'm not taking you with me. And that's fine. Devastating. She was an adult. Yeah. Almost 40. Bad so, decision friend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her mom's like, I'm moving to Korea. You have to figure this shit on your own, which is like, ew, that I mean, kind of sucks. But, but like, on the, in a you sense, you do have to grow yeah. up in a sense. So she asked if she could stay with me. I just moved to the country house. And I'm like, nah, I, I yeah. just moved into this house. And yeah. I don't want a roommate. Sorry. Right. But, you know. Sorry for you. Sorry it's for not, you. Right. I. That's another thing. If somebody asks for something because you're a friend you're not obligated to give to give it to them you're right. really not i would Don't much i would much rather you say no to me than to give me something and it's not heartfelt yeah because that happened with me my friend remember my friend that yeah. i was gonna live with originally yeah was like hey like we got a lot going on 
And so shout out to you, friend, because she actually listens to our podcast. So thank you for being transparent, yes. friend. I really appreciate you because I even talked to, over with my therapist and she was like, hey, that's amazing because most people would have brought you in with some toxic energy and the energy would have been off. And then you would have been like, why the hell these people got like, me why in this am I house? Here? And they didn't want me here because they had their How own stuff going why on. Why am I here? Right. <laughs> oh, why is you here? Why is you here? So yeah. I was honest. I'm like, no. I'm I may have had the space to have her move in physical space but I don't mental and emotional I I don't want nobody in my house right I'm sorry so oh the lights went off cool hey now we're on the spooky session okay there you go all right so do all that so the his he got a smart house y'all just just and we were moving around so i don't whatever you know they on the timer anyway so anyway moving right along told her no uh uh-uh, you no you can't you can't stay here but i i hope you find some place so she ended up moving to her or moving in with her sister in kansas right mm-hmm. then she stayed there for a couple of years actually she actually got a legitimate job mm-hmm. that paid her by the paycheck because she used to get paid under the table mm. at this restaurant in the colony mm. Mm. <sighs> and you already know if you're getting paid under the table they can do whatever they sure can and we'll do it because i think that restaurant was bought out and they let her go mm. which she really didn't have a leg to stand on because she wasn't on payroll exactly so anyway so she moves in with her sister and gets a real job at a daycare center. I did not care for this daycare center because the owner was just a bitch. Mm, And um, she was actually doing the damn thing, like actually getting paid and all that stuff. Sister got a job offer back in Texas to to West Texas. Mm -hmm. And she decided, bad decision friend, decided she was going to stay and give it a go on her own. And I was super proud of her for that because she's never lived on her own. Right. She was struggling, which I expected that because we all struggle when we live alone because you yeah. don't quite understand the financial part of it. Until but, you're in it. Yeah. Until and that you, was her first time probably ever living by herself. Ever. Yeah. That was the first time because she's always lived with maybe family mm. or other friends, but she never lived on her own. And I know from my experience, um, I had a, I had cushion, but just getting the flow of what needs to be paid when didn't quite understand that at first right and that's what she was going through and she would tell me "Ooh, i have to choose between food and gas very real here's twenty dollars get you some food or put it towards gas whatever you do with the money's between you and god honestly mm-hmm. but at least this will give you something until you get paid next time mm-hmm. then of course a man came into the picture a man that ain't shit that so he came in with nothing pretty much he came in with child support and from like 25 kids not i'm exaggerating yeah, of like course, three kids two different baby mothers mm-hmm. and this was someone she dated 10 years ago and she said it didn't work then but we're older and different so it should probably work now and i'm like is you sure about that because <laughs> To me, if it didn't work the first time, I there there has to be some and yes, proof people can of be healing. older and have and can yes. change, but that don't mean they can change for the better. There but needs okay. to be proof of healing yep. before I would even think. Look, I, me, I can't do it. Maybe the best I can do maybe is a friendship. I have a friend who said it very well. She was a former coworker at Jibbis. She said, 
they are ex for a reason because they exit out of your life exactly and leave their ass over there exactly I'm i mean not... if you find your healing good like on a humanistic level pro- oh happy absolutely for you. happy that don't mean for we gotta you, reconnect but though. we don't not at all not unless you're paying me to reconnect that part so it, it for me i would not want to reconnect with my ex the best way i can describe that is like dogs throw up and they typically eat their vomit, their vomit. Mm-hmm. And no once you're regurgitated you regurgitated and this year. that's it so she tells me about this man that lives in cleburne and decided that that she was gonna give it a go and i pointed out some obvious things like you always go down to see him but he never makes an effort to see you why is that he doesn't have a car okay he has a job no and then when he did get a job he got injured failed the p test and got fired so on top of he also won't keep a job because if he got to pay child support for three kids his whole check going to them kids anyway right and and there are some deadbeat motherfuckers out there yeah like yeah not work at all so he i i i don't get it right but whatever so when she's telling me oh he got fired from his job because he failed the p test after he got injured i'm like okay what you gonna do like are you gonna end it because that's a toxic dude so it's always interesting how people like him has power over women because he was leading her on but ghosted her to go back with his baby moms who proceeded to fight with bad decision friend through Facebook messenger, basically calling her like a miss piggy head ass bitch and you ugly doing stupid shit behind a broke ass motherfucker. Like what do you have to gain to fight this other woman for this man who does not really bring provide anything anything. and then she tried to defend him saying he's a really good father i said a really good father would keep a job a really good father would not put women in the position to take care of children on their own let's just let's just let's just bring that up because a lot of a lot of men like to say that a woman can't raise a man on their own but y'all refuse to teach men to actually be involved with their children Mm. as well as teaching boys to respect women mm-hmm. and not treat them like objects but that's gonna be a that's that's another episode so a anyway, lot of this is but you know anyhow we bring it up. so she got into a fight with this woman created a finsta and a fake book are we in high school I don't understand. Is it like this sadness? I heard I heard broke dick is good. I wouldn't know because I don't like dick yes. at all. But I broke. Come dick. on and reference the Miss Pat show. Unemployed right. dick is good dick, apparently. Right. So just whoever behind that unemployed dick is not the right. Not the best, so because right. she always raves about the sex. If that was a Yelp review, it would be ten stars. And knowing good and well, it's only five. Right. But. I mean, oh and li- I mean, and listen, if that's all you getting is the unemployed dick and not anything else that come with it, then that's fine. Hey, do that. Like, if you just on a, like, yeah. you eat sneaky link, whatever you want to call it, cool, Perfect. own that shit. But then when you're trying to put expectations, which again, is going to be your thief of joy. You have the nerve to be, because she would always say, 
He's not emotional. I feel like I have to drag things out of him. And I keep saying the same thing. Well, why is you with him right. though? If you not, if you're not getting yeah. what you deserve, mm-hmm. if you're not advocating for yourself first and also getting, you know, a return, right? why stay with them? Right. So of course, not receptive to anything anybody's saying. Cause I know I wasn't the only one actually saying this dude ain't it he's just not it you don't have to deal with this you know that right there are plenty of other guys that you could even unemployed motherfuckers you can still there are probably i'm sure there are well-adjusted unemployed men that are emotionally tuned within themselves yeah it's not many but it's not many but i'm sure there are some that can be emotionally available and he just wasn't I mean, he was clearly unavailable because he ditched you to go with one of his baby moms to Six Flags and their children. And I mean, he ghost straight ghosted her, right? So they broke up for months. She's still on her grind, doing her thing. And then she tells me, you probably won't be happy about this, but I reconnected with him and I'm going to move in with him. What? You going to uproot yourself to move in with this man? Does he have a house? Oh, well, he lives rent-free with his roommate, but that house is dirty. You're right. You're right. Gone in there. And I'm like, what do you mean the house is dirty? Well, when I go over there, I have to clean up the kitchen and pretty much pick up the house. I said, these are grown men in their 40s, and you have to clean up after them? I don't understand. Are you their mom? Is that the arrangement? It, I mean, it's a kink, but um, what? So she's like... Uh, I know it's probably not a good idea, but I really love him. And this is something I want to do. All right, sis, go off. So she actually quit her job (laughs) in Kansas. Yeah. A a stable job, stable ish, because, you know, it was stable Stable enough. Sometimes she would be worried about, am I getting fired this week? Because the owner's on some shit, which is okay. But she that she waited and she at least waited until the lease was over at her apartment which that's really responsible right she didn't break her lease but she quit a steady job Mm -hmm. to move in with this man without any other job being lined up because i Mm -hmm. asked her did you do you have interviews set up so that it could like be a prospects. smooth transition yeah, to smoothish. yeah smoothish smoothish like you have prospects ready no i'm just gonna wait until i get there before i look for another job huh you have a car and a car note and you know cars don't run off of well wishes as right. far as I know, we've worked in auto finance, so we definitely know that they will still come after you if you have not paid. Even you know you have Regardless options to of defer. What you got going on. But for you to call in and say, "Hey, I moved in with some ain't shit ass man, and right. I don't have a job right now," they're gonna say, "Okay, well, payment is due on the 15th. Like dead ass, because. Again, lack of planning does not constitute an emergency. Right, especially because you uh, you borrow money from them. So you want me to accommodate you, but you owe me money? Right. Shit. So she ended up going through with it. And I just moved into this house and I had people over mm-hmm. and she kept trying to call me. And I'm like, no. And she tried to video call me and I'm like, no. no. So I blocked her on everything yes. at a network level. And then she sent me a text saying, did you block me? And I just simply said, yes. 
Oh my God, what did I do? Really? You being disruptive as hell. Leave me alone. Like, it would be one thing, like, if you kept calling and texting me, I would know it's an emergency. Right. Honestly, I, I, do I would answer on the first call anyway because True. you don't normally call, call. me. But right. with her, she has a pattern. And I did call her out on it, but she has a pattern yeah. of just calling me when she needs something yep. it's like a it's like a build-up yep. right so we don't hear from each other people like that mm. so we don't hear from each other for months and then she calls me hey what are you doing oh that's how cool have you been? how have you been so anyways i need this 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 or this she doesn't this, that, and she third. doesn't go straight into asking me for something mm-hmm. which she pretends she, she pretends she that pre- she's interested she in my like, well-being mm-hmm. for a couple weeks yeah. And then, oh, okay. So she drags that. Yeah, on she drags it. She's it's a long, drawn out process. It's a right? long con, basically. A long con, indeed. Mm. So asking me about what I'm doing. Mm. You still working? Mm. Uh, duh. Bit. Where am I going? They gonna have to push me out at this point. At this point, it's called responsibility. I'm right. Always have a job. It may not be the same job, but it's gonna be a but job. I will. I will. I will stay working. When in some capacity. as. as as long as I can breathe, I am going to stay working in some way, shape, or form. Come but on now. yes, I'm still working. Oh, you got anything going on? Eh, I mean, life. Because at that point, I I, I picked oh, up on it. Yeah. So yeah. then, two weeks later, hey, can I borrow some money? But the timing was just convenient because you quit your job, mm. move down here, come back to Texas. And then you're asking to borrow money like I'm your homosexual financial savior. And that ain't that ain't it. So no. I finally had it and just stopped talking to her. But the thing about that whole. Not transaction, because that exchange. Yeah, that whole exchange was I didn't talk to her for two years because I didn't have to. Right. And you were already over her. Yeah. Before she just put the final nail in the coffin so yeah to speak. and my therapist really hammered it home like when i was telling my therapist about it it was just like really weird that she would do that right and we're gonna quick take a quick break for right now because bladder so we'll be back shut up hey y'all we, we back. back bladder had to bladder my bladder was bladdering. Blad- bladder bladder was bladdering thing was thinging so <laughs> anyway um so she conveniently waited until after she moved back to Texas to ask me for some money. And I'm like, what about the motherfucker you with? Right. You got a man. So you shouldn't be hitting in anybody. Other you, man you should a be a real man about his, about his way. Let's just be real. This this is common for most mm-hmm. non ancient ass men. They would, whether your guy friend is gay, straight or in between. Why are you asking another man for help when you got me here? That's typically because you know some men have uh, th- their ego is easily injured yep. when you step away from them to seek somebody else's help even if you seeking the help of someone who actually knows something but your man don't like i'll never understand that yeah so i'm a lesbian so whatever. so <laughs> i pretty much just cut her off for a couple years and that my therapist right. pretty much validated that right because she said my therapist said it's un it's an unfair expectation on you to always bail her out and I said I know that that's why I was feeling a little guilty for shutting her out but at the same time 
she she would do better if she knew better right so and not let's be real here that was misplaced guilt in the sense of so much has been tied into well you're a good friend if you do this 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 and this and you're that means you're not so that miraculously supposedly means you're not allowed to advocate for yourself yeah that's a lie that is a lie that is a lie straight from the pit of hell y'all that is a lie we were brought (laughs) up we were brought up to believe that being selfish is just bad Evil. it's it's mm-hmm. abhorrent and yep. like oh how dare you think about yourself when there are others in need well but no i can't be of any help to you if my shit's not together yeah. so let's be real selfish is also self-preservation like i can't give you something if my bucket is empty child come on so hello the, this, that is a word y'all. so if I'm not in a Amen. position to help anybody. I'm just going to let you know. Or if I'm not in the mood to help your ass, I'm going to let you know. I don't want to help you right now. Right. I'm not going to say it like that, of I course. Mean, depending on the situation. But it, it, it definitely depends on the situation. Because if you ask me for help and I know I'm not in a position to help you, think of the rule of fives that... Did I ever tell you about the rule of fives? I don't think so. So... Share with the class. Somebody asks you for money. Okay. Multiply that times five. And then if you can swing it and give it to him, give it to him. Yeah. Like if I say, can I borrow $20? Well, five times 20 is a hundred. Can you let go of a hundred dollars? If you can't just say that, Ooh, I can't help you with that, but I can give you like five bucks. Is five bucks. Okay. Because I can at least try to help you with something. Something rather than nothing. And it's basically on me to say yes or no. Yeah. I can either have an attitude or just be grateful that you're willing to give me something. Yeah. Yeah. So the rule of five basically is like it, it can also apply to spending. Like if you mm. see something that's $30, multiply it by five. Think that's $600? No. I don't know. I don't do math very well. <laughs> sure. Sure. No. Uh-uh, hold on, because I don't want to... Lo- Fives are usually my strong, but well, I'd have to go way Three through. times five is 15, so that's $150. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, boy, where'd I get 600 from? See, I it don't just, do math. Right. And I'm a programmer? Oh, my God. Anyway, so... computers do that shit for you, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, if something is $100, multiply that by five, and that's 500. Can you let go of $500? for me new i don't need it so that's the rule of fives it basically helps you keep your finances in check Mm. and also puts you in a position not to give something begrudgingly because again people can feel when you don't want to do anything Mm -hmm. for them so you just might as well tell the truth and just say i don't have it but i can give you this amount is Mm -hmm. this okay because it'll at least get you on your way that's actually similar to what my brother came up with that I do like when my nieces or my mm-hmm. sister reaches out to me and asks, do you have any money I could borrow? We don't do borrowing. It's, can I live without this? Is this going to cause right. me to rob Paul to pay Peter yeah. in the long run? So if I can comfortably give this to you, mm-hmm. whether you can pay it back or not, mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. So there is no borrowing. You can have this if I have it to give. But right. if I don't have anything in excess, it doesn't mean I don't have any money. I just don't have money to give. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help you this time. Because I have my own obligations. Period. That I need to, that I am contractually obligated to give. And even the ones that I'm not. Even if it's I was intending to treat myself to a spa day, 
that's my day. I'm right. Cause I work and earn for that. Many. Exactly. And the reason why I have that type of mentality is because a lot of people in my family have this expectation in their mind that like, well, I know I can always go to this particular family member. And mm-hmm. that sounds like bad decision for him. Yep. Well, I always know I can reach out to Tony. Yep. I can always reach out to him when and I'm he, in need. Right. So that means they won't, then that also means that they won't manage their money accordingly. Like, you know, you nine times out of 10, you know, when you have an expense coming up Yep. and you know, you need to budget out for food, mm-hmm. your bills, whatever. Whatever. gas money all of the things loop all of money whatever just whatever whatever. To, whatever floats my boat so don't don't sit up there and just spend up all your money till it's gone doing extracurriculars because it's a lot of time my nieces and then mm-hmm. and then you turn around or one niece in particular but whatever <laughs> but then turn around and be like oh well let me just hit any up because she usually comes through for me she got many which i don't i got many but for me right <laughs> so my endeavors but go ahead and then Okay, so the misplaced guilt, right? Yep. She also was, this was the other part because I had to learn how to separate that Mm -hmm. from what's going on Mm -hmm. in that time Mm -hmm. because when I was jobless, officeless, speechless, um, Mm -hmm. she would help me not cope with that, but she would just help me like get me out of the house because that's when I was living with grandma and she would come swoop me up and say hey let's go to the casino and i'm like i ain't got casino money she was like it's okay i'll give you some money which that's fine which, that's, that's what she great. chose to do that is awesome no one expected and that. trust me when i say i paid her back tenfold because she did not have to give me money to lose because face it you lose your money when you go to the casino that's unless the you're thing. unless luck is really on your side okay okay you know how to play the game but right like, but I mean, literally she didn't have to do that but she would pay for dinner and which again she chose she to do she that. chose to do that i never asked for any of that so i'm always grateful for her right, but for doing that, that so you call call and collect debt later right you could have kept that right, right go ahead. so <laughs> yeah i definitely paid her back tenfold right that even the number doesn't matter i know i made sure she was appreciated for all she has done and left it there right but she just kept leaning on me for money and there have been times where i was no ending right there were times where i said no i I can't i can't do it this time i've said that but just again the timing of it all was suspicious you do this and then you hit me up because you feel like i can bail you out so that's when the mm. email started coming because I've ignored her emails for like two years mm-hmm. and then finally decided this year, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and set the record straight, aka girl, let's nip this in the bed. Let's put on the reading glasses and open the library. <laughs> let's go on and do that. You and these fans, I swear. Let's just open the library to the city. <laughs> the reading rainbow. Reading rainbow head ass. Mm. So <laughs> please, please present your library card before you are read you know to fill. So... <laughs> So when she, she right. sent me an email that basically the cadence is, I can't believe it's this amount of time since we've last spoke. I still can't believe we well, haven't talked her. it out. Seeing is believing. I can't believe you're still blocked. And which honestly, she's she's never been, she was never blocked, especially after the block ended after 90 days. I never bothered to block her back because- You don't care. You I really don't like care. That. So you know it's bad when I don't block you because normally I will block somebody- for a break but when i don't block you that's actually worse yeah, because i just don't care anymore. because there's this agony that you can call me and i see you calling me and i'm not going to ask. i'm not in, i will dec- decline mm-hmm. or i just let you go to voicemail 
on the eighth ring or whatever or i'll see text messages coming through and i'm like oh cool i'm glad that my services still work yep. great so after all the emails of i can't believe it's been this amount of time i miss the times where we hung out and we were just you know people watch and blah 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 so when the reading glasses came on and I started tap dancing on the on the keyboard, as Ma likes to say, I'm <laughs> tap dancing on the keyboard because I type so fast. And, and trust me, nails, a bitch yep. was typing. Um, yeah. Oh, it was a lot of typing. I actually had to break out the computer keyboard oh, and get to going because I wanted it to be done in less than five minutes. Come on now. So basically highlighted the key points, which was, you only come around when you need something, but you draw the process out. It's like a two week process with you. So I like just I said, you out and cut it all yeah. access off. So yeah. rather than go through the same old, same old with you, I just decided to stop talking to you. And I let her know that as much as I love her as a friend, because we were friends for well over a decade, because she was my college buddy. Yeah. And we leaned on each other a lot. And that's fine. At which that is time. cool. But at that time but we definitely grew up and apart yeah and it is critical to recognize that yes and assess whether or not you want to at Maintain. least get on yeah. the same path or yeah. get to a path that is adjacent right or, like if you can't envision yeah. see, being in connection with this person five ten years down the line probably need to call yeah it's 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 perfectly okay to be that friend to see them doing their thing from a distance and be like good for you and you go girl you go boy but i'm not going out of my way to hit you up you go nb but you go boo yeah so (laughs) i'm not going to keep you around if i Mm -hmm. feel like you're not trying yeah or like if i just feel like it doesn't serve me in the sense of it's not healthy to maintain connection right and i can easily accept you know you know tony i don't think i want to be your friend because xyz okay i'm not gonna fight over it so she just kept bringing up old stuff we need to do so i told her like we're not in the same place anymore and and i have no desire to go back yeah and low-key i am disappointed in the decisions that led you to this to where you are now because your loved ones have tried to tell you don't do this this is not a good idea, but you weren't receptive and you continue to do your do anyway. Because you wanted what you want when you wanted it and how you wanted yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Be damned. Pretty and then try was, to turn around and expect us to bail you out. Yeah, fire. pretty much was desperate for love because that's what it came out or that's how it came across, which was I want to be in a relationship so bad that I'm willing to quit my job and move in with this man yeah move in with this man that is not adding anything to you and then you turn around and ask for help and we can't do anything but just give you a kanye shrug because (laughs) this was this was the life you chose right and i'm sure so you need to commit to that trust me i've been in situations where i well i have put myself in a situation where i knew a man wasn't shit and I just had to understand it for myself. And this was one of those moments where I stepped back so that she could understand the lesson here. And, you know, best lesson is a bot lesson. Mm-hmm. She certainly bought that in full. <sighs> so I just laid it out and said, disappointed in your decisions. I hate the fact that you reach out to me when you need someone to bail you out. And I was definitely keeping 100 with her by saying, yeah. I feel like I'm your pocketbook. 
when you're in dire straits because you don't ask me how I'm doing. You don't see how I'm doing with life. You don't offer a shoulder like you used to. Hell, you don't even try to just be like, hey, let's just meet up for coffee to catch up. Right. It's nothing like that. It's always... An ulterior motive. It's something, it's some underhanded shit that she liked to do. And then when she finally hit me up with the real thing, I'm like, oh, no. Right. It's like she's buttering you up. Yeah, I don't... To make you more amenable to... If you're going to butter me up, you're also eating me out. So... And since that's not happening with her, oh, no, ma'am. At, le- I, at least at least make me feel good in some way if you're okay. going to do all that. Take on my prostate. Feed, but, and also feed a bitch. You know, we like food now. Rub on my booty. Massage my prostate. Give me vegan tacos. And hey. then rub me to sleep. That is the way to my heart. That part. So when I <laughs> typed that message out, she responded, oh, my God, I never meant to make you feel like you were financially responsible for me blah 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 and went on to mention how she misses the things that we used to do and said that one day we should hang out and just catch up which you're pining for the days of old and I have moved on yeah there's no way I can go back because it's just not going to be the same yeah because I'm in a way different place in my life and you're still there stagnant as he like you haven't really recovered from Mm -hmm your mother leaving because it, it kind of was a little shitty yeah but in a sense she is an adult right that's why we say stay ready so you ain't got to get ready yeah so i that should have been your a moment where you said "Ooh, i gotta really get, get my shit, shit together because mm-hmm. she fits to go to an entirely different country and i can't sustain on my own Something. so self-awareness because she was like i don't want to stay with my dad can i move in with you no okay i'm gonna move in with my sister okay I'll, I'll keep tabs on you and you can come visit me whenever you want to. Yeah. But and you don't owe no explanation. You don't want to be living with you. You don't have to. No. You know what? That's the one thing that I've never. Well, let me take that back because I used to be a person that would say, no, I'm sorry. But I stopped saying I'm sorry, sorry I because I mean that. Right. And no is a complete sentence, child. It, it is. That is it. Let your nose be as hard as your dick. So. That is not what that saying oh, in the scripture no. is, but that's fine. That's that's, that's Mother what, Slaughter's version. May your nose be hard and final. Is that better? <laughs> With this mischievous ass smile, y'all, if y'all could see. May your nose be encapsulated in Viagra. You know what? Let it be hard for four hours. No. no. I tried, y'all. So... <laughs> Let your nose be final. You don't have to explain to anybody why you said no. And if anybody asks, you just say, because that's my business. Right. I mean, if you have a problem with it, pay my bills. That part. What bills you paying here? That part. Because I was asked the other day, hey. I will gladly give you this mortgage. Right. I was asked the other day, hey, do you want to see Halloween Returns or something? I'm like, I don't like horror movie. No. And then I just left it there. Okay. Well, I just had to ask. Good. And I just had to answer. Good. So you're not going to ask you did. You're not going to be like, oh, why don't you just come? It's not going to be that bad. Boy, bye. I I ain't into that. So I'm about to get my money away. Y'all have fun. And besides, I can stream it for free on Peacock. So why would I go to a movie theater to watch something I can stream myself? Because, again, we are still in a whole punani. Poop. A wet punani. Mm Mm-hmm nasty with all kinds of variables and variants and shit where that wet punani should be 
penetrated with a hard Viagra no but uh uh-uh anyway so (laughs) all that to say I don't even know what the point of this story was the point of both of them stories is is just because people all of a sudden feel guilty about they ain't shit ass behavior okay cool that's nice I'm glad I'm glad you have self-awareness now that's good for you because we all need it but I still can't fuck with you and I'm not right. going to. Just, you know, I'm 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 gl- I'm glad notes. you came to this conclusion, but you need a therapist. Right. You need to unpack all that stuff. Cuz honestly, if you ain't talked to your uh, to a therapist first, a licensed professional who is actually conducive to help you mm-hmm. on your journey to healing and growth, I don't want it cuz your apology right. ain't sincere to me. Not at all. And there are way too many options for people to get therapy. So right. there like are many texts. Yeah, there there are many apps. online mm-hmm. outlets that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like there's talkspace.com better health and if that stuff and is not affordable. We recommended on the first episode. Yep, I'll Open just Path bring it up again. That with that part. Openpathcollective.org will help with those who want to pay on a sliding scale i believe right so and also the loveland foundation is a great resource yes you know women of color because that's their priority is to get women and people of color access to mental health services first above anyone else especially those who don't have health insurance stuff like that so there are resources out there and also good old google you can't go google help google Google, mother google knows it all yeah just about hit up auntie google mother google all them folk Siri. Mother Google, cousin Siri. Somebody. Allegra. Don't, don't, all of them. Yeah, Allegra can help you kind of. So if she ain't on her boo-boo. But yeah, just uh I I don't like I just don't care for the attitude that your friends are always supposed to be there for you no matter what they're going through because that's because bitch fuck you. It's selfish. And, and not selfish in the right way. Re- like, right. there's a right way to be selfish mm-hmm. in the wrong way. And because that's very much the wrong way. Again, there's you, there's self-preservation. When you're going through something, you have to do what is best for you to okay. preserve yourself. Because all I'm going to do is be like, girl, you finna be down here with me. If, right. I, if I give you this space that I don't have right now, yeah, it ain't gonna I'm going to just sit there and look at you with my eyes glazed over. And you're going to be like, so what do you think? I don't know. I don't have nothing to say. Did you but use you critical me- thinking? <laughs> use critical thinking what's going on so yeah just the takeaway from this conversation is do you boo do you and you do not have to make space for anybody if it's not in your heart i would much rather you be honest with yourself and that other person and one thing is you cannot control their reaction to what you're saying you can only control your own reaction exactly so just you know somebody ask hey you got time to talk and if you can't just say that and right. that's okay don't even if you just need to go change your thermostat right right oh you Be know honest. what there's a soda i have to open i can't talk to you right now so there's okay there i remember the bible verse now <laughs> okay well at least when it comes to doing something you don't want to do i think uh-oh what's what does it say oh but your sbs and your no be no no it's the proverbs one that says open rebuke is better than hidden love yes come on i remember it he got one y'all look ding, at, ding, 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 ding. Look at the <laughs> heathen finally saying a bible quote right or bible <laughs> verse right you the prodigal son no i'm kidding oh ooh, no don't oh no 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 the no. prodigal son returned i know and we had a feast oh okay you're I'm right hungry. I, i'll let you I, oh yes i'm hungry too right so um 
<laughs> we keep it real, y'all. y'all yeah. So we have been on this thing for over two hours. Hey, if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you so much. I know we be on our bullshit, but it's okay. Yeah. We, we got some nuggets of, you know. And help, I will say I actually like this episode better too. than the second one. Yeah. We just so. gonna hope, you know, they gonna be hit or miss, but hopefully we have more more hits than messes yeah we still have to figure out our flow and all that so anyways thanks yeah. for tuning into this episode of on beep boop beep beep boop beep beep hey beep 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 shake that ass shake that ass beep beep shake okay i gotta keep the beat that's my problem no i get no when i get too into it i start losing the beat because best friend's like uh-huh best friend let's get back to the beat i'm like look i can't i don't know how rappers people who flow do that because i don't get it either but anyways Beep, 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 beep. Yep, we done. Beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Shake Thanks. that ass, clap that ass, right. whatever you do, just Shake be like safe. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>